For the cheers, should I get one? Oh, can I grab one? Yeah, dude. I actually had one here for you. Oh, Friday. I'm probably not gonna put it up to like maybe the audio will go up, but uh, most people listen when they get back to work on Monday. Mm-hmm. So uh, just know that um, we're here for you. It might be Monday, you know, when you hear this, but oh, it's Friday night right here, baby. Oh, podcast time. The Rockies, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Colorado Kool-Aid. Thanks for bringing those. Got you. Timmy and uh, Adam are out in Colorado. Oh, yeah. Where they were. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think Adam went back. Yeah. He said he was going back out there, though. Yeah, he went mm-hmm. home, and then he's going back. Timmy's out there for for a good minute, though, right? Yeah, Timmy's been going out there a bunch, just clipping weed, stacking dough, fucking going back and forth between Florida. Putting in that work. Yeah, man, the videos are sick. It's like yeah. full operation out I, there. Dude, they they both got reposted by the barracks. I think skating one of those parks out in Colorado. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw Adam. Yeah, I saw Adam yeah. blasting those tray flips. I think Timmy got posted a while ago. Yeah, they posted his K flip crook a bunch actually, yeah. constantly. Crazy. What'd you do today? Worked. Hell yeah. Working at the Juice. Shout out Narragansett Surf and Skate. Oh, the Juice life. How was it there? It was good. People got masks on. How are we running this? Uh, yeah. People yep. come in, mm-hmm. you gotta tell them and shit? Yeah. No, they're, they're usually pretty good about it. Um, a lot of surfers, though. A lot of surfers. Big waves today. Hell yeah. Bro. <laughs> nice. Um, so we, as usual, we have tons of, uh, topics and questions from Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. So we'll kick it off. We'll get going. Let me see. Um, okay. Trying to make sure I got the ones from last week. Oh, dude, okay. I'm blowing it. Don't panic. Don't. I'm panicking. Okay, here we go. Podcast idea. Do you think longboards could become more popular than tradi- traditional skating? Maybe it already is, and I just don't know. Lately, I've been seeing many more longboards than skateboards. Not hating on them, but you can't ollie on that shit. <laughs> Definitely can't ollie on that. <laughs> That's from Ron Dog. Shout out Ron Dog out there. Do you see a lot of long border long long borders? Um, yes and no. I mean, I definitely see them. They're always out there, but I don't think it's more popular than skateboarding. I don't think it ever will be. Do you, at the juice? Do you sell more longboards or shortboards? Hell no, more longboard or sorry, more oh. like regular skateboards. Yeah, shortboards yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel like longboards are for the person that's like a noob mm-hmm. and they don't know they just want to get rolling yeah, and they on, see that that a lot of people that come in to get longboards are either trying to just like learn how to ride a skateboard and then they want to get a skateboard or they're just looking to like get around they're just trying mm-hmm. to be transportation yeah, which honestly they'll probably be better off with a cruiser too because yeah 
You can't turn those things either, dude. They're meant for going like a hundred miles an hour straight down a huge hill. Yeah, fully. Um, I agree with you. I think I think like street skating and park skating and like the type of skating not on a longboard is like killing it right now. Mm-hmm. But it depends on where Ron Dog is, you know. Yeah. Around here, like I don't see that many longboarders, but I bet if you went out to Cali, there's probably a shit ton of longboarders. Yeah, definitely. Everywhere. I see more scooters, like um, electric scooters, and maybe in the city you see like a lot of weird like people on different types of skateboards, yeah. you know? Like some strange shit going on out there. have seen some electric skateboards, too. People yeah. always call and ask us if we like repair them and shit. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> Pop the hood yeah, and call just... Your, call your electrician or something. Yeah. <laughs> Billy. Like, Billy. Yeah, I need a new battery. Yeah, call Billy. Call <laughs> Billy or Barth. They'll, they'll lace you up. You know what I fucking hate, though? And that, sorry for people out there that like these, but I cannot fucking stand them. Based off of their stupid commercial I see all the time, is it's a, it's a piece of wood with a single wheel. Oh you yeah. Those? Yep. I don't I I don't like anyone that rides those. I just have <laughs> never like seen someone like like if I'm like skating by someone, I don't know. I'm kind of I feel like I'm a little respectful when I like I won't like weave through you or something or like cut you off like I'll I'll skate around you or something or like if there's this crowded sidewalk, I'll go on the road and skate yeah. in the road or pick my board up. You're not they, a bad dude. They always just fucking go wherever they want because they can because that's how it's advertised. It's like, go wherever the fuck you want. We killed boredom. That's what it is. Yeah, it's like, you know, oh, we've invented this yeah. to kill boredom. I don't like anyone that rides those things. Sorry if you ride those. I just don't like you. Well, fuck you, bro. Yeah. Sorry. You have to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> Get four wheels, bro. <laughs> No, that commercial specifically annoys me because of that line. Mm. This is so and so, and he did this to him to kill boredom. It's like no, maybe I don't know. Probably wanted <laughs> to make a lot of money. I, sure I don't even did. know if he's making a lot of money because it's probably a lot of to build those fucking things. But either way, it's just like annoying to me because yeah. I'm like, just get a skateboard at mm-hmm. this point, like, because it's like it reminds me of the hoverboard because it's yeah. like one of those things where you like lean forward or something you gotta you gotta like lean to get speed or something you have to be fucking magneto or xavier from the x-man and like use your toes i I never rode one of those but i stood on one of the hoverboards and it was just like why can't i just like push and get speed for this i just want to take a push and roll i don't want to fucking have to lean and then like lean forward to stop or something it's so weird my nephew rips one of those oh really i always make fun of him but he jumps (laughs) on those things and he's like twirling and shit So ridiculous, bro. Dude, I feel like I'd get caught in like a whirlwind doing that. Yeah, they're pretty just start, dangerous. Like, spinning around, spinning around, and just get pitched. Yeah, I tried to do it. It was fucking not that it was really hard because I could figure it out, but it was awkward, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. to see someone getting hurt for sure. But yeah, those one wheel things. <laughs> come at me, bro. Anybody out there? Come at me. Don't like them. So what? <laughs> Deal with it. Okay. We're going to get a lot of hate from the one-wheel community. Yeah, they're out there. They're oh, just... well. If you unicycle, though, unicycling's pretty cool, dude. Have Back you seen it. the street unicycling Young guys? Una? Young Una? I haven't seen that. <laughs> I haven't on. heard of Young Hold Una. On. We're pulling up fucking street but unicycling. But, dude, I've seen some street unicycling. That's pretty sick. No, that like, was Terry Kennedy like, in, like, one of the videos. He's, like... Full handrails. Did you see that? I think it's, like, a Baker video. He sees... He's, like, in Europe somewhere, and he sees a bunch of unicyclists out doing street stuff, and he's, like, young Una! He's just yelling at No yeah, way. <laughs> that is awesome. All right, let, let's, let's look up some fucking street unicycling. Young Una. Did they get buck? Yes. 
I mean, that? not not as buck. They're not like they have they they have some more style to adapt. I guess they're doing sick shit, but like they're not going fast. I guess so to speak. Which I mean, I'm sure it's hard to go fast on those things. I've never rode a unicycle before, dude. Diamondback. Which like that? I can't even like stand on one of those things, and they're like sliding down they'll like go up and kind of like stop and then like jump onto a handrail and then like slide down it but like they always come to a stop kind of like they don't because you can't really roll on those things no yeah i wonder if you can get like because you know how bmx has like a free coaster yeah so when you like ride backwards you don't have to pedal yeah yeah i wonder if you can get one of those for like a unicycle that'd be cool but like then you wouldn't be able to pedal i think they look kind of silly because they're always hold they look like a bull rider yeah 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 (laughs) yeah Yeah, when they jump, they have to, like, pull the shit up. Yeah, they hold the Yeah, hand, they grab the it by the seat. <laughs> yeah, let's see if we can find one with, like, a lot of views. This one's got 300 and, 307,000 views. Extreme unicycling tricks. Extreme unicycling, but he's at a skate park in the Oh, we gotta turn down. Oh, but he's grinding a 20 stair. Oh, look how ridiculous it looks. He's got shin pads on. Because he don't want his shins to be smashed by those pe- Oh, he's taking off the pedals, Sean. He's taking off the pedals. Whoa. Broke the pedal on the first clip. All right, let's see. Because so far I'm not impressed. Oh, my God. Did you see that? He fucking... This, is, this has 307,000 views. He's hopping five he stairs. Kind of, you see how he kind of came to a, to a stop? Yeah, he, they he always did, do. Like, even after that stair. Dude... Here, grab your mic. Sorry. I'll pull this back. Yeah, dude. All right. I'm going to say if you're out there street unicycling, live your life, enjoy it. You're probably a good dude, but fuck that noise. Straight up. I'm going to put this in the description so you can see this. This is ridiculous. Street unicycling. It was just a fucking bunch. The thumbnail was also him at a skate park. Yeah, it wasn't street so at that all. Was very street. Let's see. They've got some work to do, but I have faith in them. What do you mean? I have faith in them. I think they'll pull together. Maybe get some, maybe wear like baggy pants. I don't know. (laughs) That's not going to help. Did you see this five stair hop? Look at this. Look how ridiculous and how like it doesn't have any stop. Look, Look at this. It's so jerky and stoppy and like pausing. Oh, that was kind of steezy. (laughs) Yo, this is extreme as shit. Enough of that, bro. Very extreme. <sighs> Can't believe that exists. Extremely boring. Thanks for taking me down a rabbit hole, though. Let's see if there's any comments. They're just like, he's my favorite. He makes it look so easy. Hell, I can barely ride mine. For sure, I believe that. Um, oh, is this the Tank Crotcher trick pack? <laughs> no, I'm not good at those crazy tricks. Just street... I unicycle and I can bunny hop and go on stairs and rails at the skate parks. My school has a children's circus called the Jim Dandies. <laughs> Is that for real? If I buy a unicycle, I'll put a license plate on it that says "Dat Boy." Hell yeah, Dat Boy. Dat Boy, he do be on a unicycle. All right, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> There's probably a whole community of people that fucking unicycle, too. Have you ever seen anyone at Edge on a unicycle? I have. You have? Yeah, people brought him, and, like, some of the skaters will just grab him and fuck around. But I've seen people there, like, bring it and just ride it around. But not, like, do tricks Yeah, not shit. do tricks. Just, like, kind of ride kinda up and yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. it's not like they're trying to get it like that guy. Not mm, like young yeah. Yuna. Young Yuna. Dude. <laughs> 
Speaking of Edge, it's opening up soon, huh? Uh, yeah, they're talking November. They they said like middle of October, and then and now it's November. But I think they're gonna do November. Mm-hmm. I haven't oh, heard yeah. about any of the restrictions though. Actually, let's go to their Insta Instagram. And see. Uh, I did see them post something about you won't have to wear a mask when you skate. But really? if you're like, I don't know, maybe going to another section of the park or like getting food or just sitting, you're going to have to wear a mask. Word. That's weird, but word. Yeah. Dude, Kanye is going to be on Joe Rogan mm-hmm. on Monday. Just saying. Who is? Kanye. Oh, Kanye. Oof. Yikes. That should be pretty good. <laughs> All right. Let me see. Edge. I love Kanye. I don't know about his political views or anything, but, like, his first couple albums, fucking epic. Like, what he was saying in that stuff. He's a pretty good musician. Yeah, his beats, obviously. Um, The Edge. Planning to open back up in the beginning of November. We are putting lots of work and prepping the park with new masonite on many of the ramps, painting all around the park, new bathroom floors, setting up our new website and online store, and, of course, making sure we are compliant with all the new guidelines regarding COVID-19 to ensure the safety of our staff and the public. There will be new changes to our session times, policies, pricing, etc. We assure you we will keep you updated with more details in the coming week. weeks. So what did it say? Planning up beginning of November. So that's, like a, that's not a hard date. That's mm-hmm. just beginning. They got to open before my birthday, bro. Got to have my birthday session. And then they had some photos of what they did to the park. Just kind of cleaned it up. New masonite. Yeah, resurfacing. Probably needed it. It's been like fucking how long since the edge has been closed? Six months, maybe? When did this all happen? When did this start? March? When did they close? I don't know, but when did the pandemic start? Scroll down. It probably says it. What, like in another post? Yeah. Your ego, yeah, reopen. If anybody liked to purchase anything, shot now, that was another time. Little paint job. Don't forget, that was the lockers. Everyone had to go get all their stuff out of the lockers. We're in July 4th now. Happy 4th. We are still waiting clarification, so no June 2nd. Yeah, I'm sure it's not till like April or something. May 29th. When will the skate park reopen? May 27th. Close. The Edge is considering phase 3 or 4. That's May 18th. Close, hoping to reopen on May 18th. That was May 3rd. Oh, this they, is some footage before COVID. Didn't they open up? We're in April. To For a little bit, but you could skate with, you had to skate with a mask, I think. Nah, they no? haven't, no. They never did that? Nope. I think that, uh, I thought that was like right after COVID. Okay, here we go. We're in April 5th, and they're hoping to reopen Monday, May 4th. That's so crazy. We are still closed April 4th. Now March 27th was a post. Oh, here we go. March 23rd, hoping to open April 7th. They were hoping to open a lot, dude, way before all this shit. That's so wild. Yeah, so I think it was like March. It had to have been. Yeah, it must have been March, dude. That's crazy. It's, it kind of worked out perfect for them, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they didn't have to be open during the summer. Yeah, they're an indoor park, so, like, and there's so many parks outside, so it would have just been, like, paying someone to sit there and, like, only a few people coming because it's beautiful out and most people are outside. Yeah. So, like, it's actually working out pretty good for them. If they can open, like, by November, 
that's perfect. That's like mm-hmm. prime time because we are. It's already today is an exception, but there's already been a few cold days, so uh, people yeah. are getting itched to skate indoors. You know, mm-hmm. I just miss going there because like um, skateboard lessons and just like whenever I'm fucking like want to go skate, but I don't know what to do, I just go there. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm not going on a street mission or whatever af- after work, I just go there, and the mini ramp's always there. You know? Yeah, always dry. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably like you with the OMF. Mm-hmm. Just like go there, see the homies, hang out, skate after work. It's yeah, always definitely. there. Yeah, I'm back in. Open up, motherfuckers. They, I know they want to open, so. Back to the unicycling. <laughs> Shout out Chris Hiroa. I don't know how to pronounce that, sorry. All right, Scott Listenfelt. Shout out to Scott. He's the man. Thanks for the question, too. And also, oh, I deleted it already. I was going to give a shout out. Whatever. We're moving on. Sorry. Scott Listenfelt, what slash why did you start skateboarding? Let's do rock, paper, scissors. See who takes that one. One, two, three, shoot. Yeah. One, two, three, shoot. (laughs) What slash why did you start skateboarding? I think I just, I started when I was really young, like, like very young. I mean, like actually skating, I started going to the skate park when I was like 13, but like, I like got a skateboard and was like, I want to skateboard like all the time when I was like five, I think I like, wasn't even, I'd probably like just gotten into like preschool or kindergarten or something. Damn, like, five? Yeah. I was just, I really liked, like, I really liked riding a bike and then I didn't like having handlebar. Like I just really liked having a skateboard. I had like a really steep driveway. <laughs> It's just like super fun to ride on. But then I got, um, I would always go get like, uh, there was like a movie rental place down the road from my house. When they and used would, to have those? Yeah, when they had those. It wasn't like a, I don't know, Blockbuster, blockbuster or anything. It was like a, like some like older lady owned it that my mom knew. And she always had the, she had the X Games on VHS. And it was like when they, they like, it was like the first year they did it in California. And then they had some of the Providence ones. Oh, hell yeah. But there was, like, the street section, and there was um, the half pipe and stuff. But she had copies of, like, motocross and, like, BMX and stuff. And I would always just grab the skate ones because I was just like, damn, this is sick. That's it. So that's probably when I when I went in and why I got into skating when I was, like, five. Just because it was, like, I don't know, mind-boggling to me. That's so funny. Because, like, I don't know, biking and motocross was, like, they had, that, they had handlebars. It was it was more, it made more sense for what they were doing. Skateboarding just, like, didn't make sense. It looks way yeah, cooler. it was way, it looked yeah. way cooler. I back it. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, why did I start? All right, let me go back in time and really think about this, because it's been fucking forever now. When I'm, like, 60, it's going to be so hard to remember half the shit. Um... I was 12, 13, I met a kid who skated, and I knew nothing about skating, really. When I was younger, I saw it in, like, videos and stuff, like, um, Police Academy had skating in it, um, Ninja Turtles had some skating in it, mm, yep. like, like in pop- popular movies and shit, and I always thought it was cool, I was like, but I never really, like, realized, I never even really thought about tricks and, like, me doing it, mm. and then I just met this kid, and, um, uh, it was at the time when, like, where was I living? New Hampshire. So I was living in a trailer park, Green Hills, in New Hampshire, Raymond, New Hampshire. Um, mom was a mess. Fucking anger issues. So, like, go to school, didn't want to be there. 
getting fights, like fucking just mad, experimenting with like a little bit of drugs here and there. Nothing serious, but just like being self-destructive because I was like angry and didn't have my father. Mom was fucking off doing drugs and I'm living in the trailer park, which wasn't that bad, but it's still like a bunch of kids with no fucking adults because a lot of the adults are just doing drugs, hanging Mm -hmm. out, or the kids are doing drugs with the the mom, the cool parents, you know? It's like, so there's a lot of idle time and shit to do. And, um, but I was kind of anti everything because I was angry, dude. I tried to get into being self destructive and like, and like hang out with the kids that were kind of the cool kids or whatever. They're like, but I couldn't really, like, I was too optimistic, I think, because I like couldn't do it. I like wanted to do it. Like, I tried. I like posed being like a bad kid, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I really did. I got into fights just because I was like angry, but I didn't really want to fight. I was just like, didn't want to talk to people and then shit would happen and then i i was emotional and just like had so much pent up but i would cry every mm-hmm. time because i don't want to fight nobody you know mm-hmm. like, i don't want to fight but i did you know yeah. <laughs> but uh basically i met this kid dale with all that going on in my life and he had a skateboard and he just like sh- i actually went to i went to like hang out with his girlfriend because we were in the trailer park and i met this girl at the time i want to say her name was isabel and I was going there just because I thought she was cute. I didn't know she had a boyfriend, none of that shit. I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, I'll go hang out. I talked to her, said hi, whatever. So I'm going there. I get there. Her boyfriend's there, Dale. <laughs> and Dale is, has a board. And honestly, like, it was just as good as if I actually hung out with this chick because I was like, what, dude? And he showed me kickflips and shit. Uh-huh. And instantly at that, I was like, he's cool to me. He's showing me all this shit, and he's, like, trying to give me an extra board. And he literally, that day, asked me to sleep at his house. It's like, that's my mom sick. said it's cool, bro. <laughs> how, old, like, how old were you at the uh, time? 12, You were, like, 12, 12 13, 13 10. Yeah. That's sick as fuck. But he, like, had a... he has His his mom and dad had split up, but his mom was doing good, and she, like, had a new man, and they were doing good together. So he had, like, a stable home situation, mm-hmm. and he kind of knew I didn't just because, like, he met me, and, like, it was obvious at the time. And, uh... He just was like, yeah, you want to stay over? You want to skate? I'll give you an extra board and all that shit. And I was like, fuck yeah. And just had nothing else to do. And I was just like bl- so blown away with the fact that you could actually get the thing off the ground. Like I saw it in person instead of just seeing it yeah, in like yeah. unattainable like on TV and movies and mm-hmm. shit. It was so unrelatable. But to see Dale doing ollies and kickflips and like how cool he was to me, I was just like, dude, that's the fucking sickest thing ever. And then from there, it was like nothing else. Yeah. All you know, all mm-hmm. consuming yeah. of your life, and you're mm-hmm. like, you become a creator with it after a while. Seeing it in person is crazy too. I remember the first; it was like probably the same time. I can't remember if it was before or after. I can't remember if it was I had been to OMF and seen people skating, and that's why I wanted the skateboard V8, like the X Game skateboard. That VHS. OMF park has been there that long. Oh yeah, dude, that it's been there since like well, not the '90s, but like definitely like the late '90s. And it was just the prefab though. <laughs> yeah, that's so mm-hmm. wild. It was just like that concrete section up top. Mm-hmm. But um, I can't remember if it was I saw it there and I got hooked on it. I know, I know, going to OMF and seeing skateboarding there got me super hooked on it. Yeah, definitely for sure, right? Yeah, it's so a whole mm-hmm. different thing when you watch it in person. It like yeah. blows your mind. Even if it's like basic shit, like mm-hmm. now you go to the park, you see someone like struggling to get a kickflip, you wouldn't be that impressed. You might be hyped, but you wouldn't be like, wow. But like then, that's probably all I was watching was like Dale tries six times to land a kickflip, but I was like, how the fuck do you do that? Yeah, uh-huh. Like I can't even understand the concepts, you know? Mm-hmm. Dale's still my homie to this day, shout out. And his last name's Raymond, Dale Raymond from oh, Raymond. Raymond. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's just the man, dude. 
his family like kind of just like took me in and let me stay with him a whole bunch. His mom always thought I was like the trouble kid. And uh-huh. she always trusted all the other people that he hung out with that were doing like acid and like doing all the sketchy shit. Uh-huh. And she thought I was the, that and she liked all them. She like <laughs> had it completely backwards for a long time, dude. And it was weird. I think it was just because like I was from, I like my mom was a mess and like I looked like a mess. You yeah. Know? So she just kind of assumed, you assumed, know? Assumed, yep. <laughs> she like apologized years later and was like, oh, I didn't mean to be like that, you know? I was like, nah, no worries, man. I get it. Did you hear that? I don't think anyone else hears it but us. Hell yeah, Scott. Shout out. Thanks for that question, man. What did you start skating? That was weird. What? Like, what was your first board? Is that Zared? Oh, that's what you're saying. Yep. Yeah. That's it. It's a Zared Bassett um, Zoo York board. It was like black and gold. Do you remember trucks and wheels or anything? Royal? I think I had Royal Trucks and Spitfires. Hell yeah. Solid setup. Mm-hmm. Shout out Zared. Yeah, I kept those trucks and wheels for a while, actually. I think I just got new boards for like probably like five or six years, you know? Yeah, you can ride run them. Yeah, you can yeah. ride those for a while. Mine was Especially a, when you're that age. Mine was like a SMA, which was a Santa Cruz eventually. It's Santa Monica Airline. Oh, okay. It was like an older board. And then... um I probably had trackers or gull wings back then because that's oh, like, yep. what was around. Uh, don't remember the wheels. We actually have trackers and gull wings at Juice. Hell yeah. Because um, they're still when, doing it. Yeah, when Indies like went, I don't know, they like had that little like lull in production or oh, distribution or yeah, yeah. something, whatever. For sure. We couldn't get Indies for a while. And we were like, all right, well, the only 129s we can get are our trackers, and the only like 150 and 169s we can get are goal wings damn <laughs> it was it pretty back. it was pretty funny yeah dude people are out there riding yeah we had around. like mom, moms and dads come in and being like you still have these trucks like these are the <laughs> trucks like because the kids would be like do you have thunders or indies and we'd be like no we only have um trackers and gull wings and the parents would be like really you have those like i i had those when i was a kid and like yeah they're still around like would you find them in the way back <laughs> yeah like, no, under some like the the trackers are like super raw too they're not like like i know how like independence will be like raw they're like super polished and shit yeah, like yeah. these literally look like the concrete on the ground like, yeah they were like super crusty it's like it old, was nice old though, technology yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> That's sick. I know. I bet they feel wicked sick to grind on. Like, you get a nice, like, crusty curve. It's like, I bet it feels, like, nice and soft going across it. I kind of want to look and see if they have a website. Should we do Tracker or Gullwing or both? Tracker. I know I know Gullwing does, like, a lot of longboard stuff now, but Tracker's still, like, super tracker, OG. Tracker, skateboard trucks. Is that what you type? Mm-hmm. Let's see. There's a There's a website. Trucks you can trust since 1975. My G's. Oh, is it Ron Allen? What's that? Losi. Bill Danforth. Oh, dude, they're doing it still. Let's see. Product. They probably sent you some old stuff, bro. Some old inventory. Yeah, we definitely got the the back of the the, the bottom of the barrel stuff. Look at those fucking things. What the hell? The half rack. Is that what it is? Half rack? No, they're not that 2. small. 0.625? They're not? Mm-mm. What, what do you mean? Is that a fake photo? 
Dude. No, those are just like tiny, tiny trucks. Scroll down. Oh, what you had. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think, see. Yeah, I think we had like those. The mid track or, like, or oh, the yeah, full. These. Yeah, those look <laughs> like it. Full track. Super crusty. Debuting in 1975, the Tracker Full Track was the world's original wide skateboard truck featuring a 4.25 inch, 106 millimeter, wide hanger with a 7 inch axle. The Full Track with our classic gnarly or dart base plate is one of the quickest turning trucks out there. It's perfect for decks that are seven to eight inches wide. If you want to, uh, if you want to turn tight and carve hard, hell yeah, turn tight, carve hard. You know what I'm saying, Sean? <laughs> the full track is the perfect truck for you. Trackers use three five six T six aircraft grade aluminum, four one four zero chromo. How do you pronounce that? Chromoly. Chromoly. Chromoly steel axles and grade 8 at kingpins on all our trucks. Every part was proudly hand-built and inspected in the USA and comes with a lifetime guarantee. Damn, lifetime guarantee? I'll break that kingpin fast, son. You'll be sending me a bunch of trucks. The the original skateboard truck came with a 7-inch axle. Or the sorry, the original wide skateboard truck came with a seven inch axle. That's yeah, crazy. That is crazy because like wide is eight five now, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. eight, even bigger now. Yeah, like eight seven nine. Five. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. The extreme end of that mm-hmm. one. That's so yeah, wild. Those dudes dude. are riding those crazy like old shape boards. Yeah, dude. Tracker, we're going down memory lane right here. Spirit of competition, the original wide truck. Back in 1975, the Tracker Full Track was the first truck in history made specifically for skateboarding by skateboarders to incorporate high-quality performance and strength. Trackers were tr- uh, trackers truly were and still are the trucks you can trust. The original Tracker trucks date back to 1974 when Tracker founders Larry Dave, Larry Balma, Dave Demini. And Gary Dodds. Dude, watching me try to pronounce stuff on this podcast must be hilarious for people. Because I am butchering names. Uh, Made the first prototypes. As Larry tells the story of Tracker's formation at San Diego spots like La Costa. The, okay, let's see. Let's give it Kona Bowl. And about how the brand's many innovator trucks and related products came to be. 44 of Tracker's top riders chime in. With colorful recollections and revealings behind the scenes inside. Oh, so it's all the people that used to ride for them. It's like giving feedback. And they're showing Instagrams and stuff. Dude, solid tuck on that guy's shirt, though. Bucky Lassick used to ride for Tracker. Let's see who their team is. People I don't know. Bunch of people I don't know. Do you know any of these people so far besides Bill Danforth? No, just Bill Danforth. Losi, Alan Losi. I wonder if these are older riders included still. Or this is like currently. I think it's just like current riders. They're out of Costa Mesa, California. Nice, dude. Tracker trucks is alive. I was probably, I definitely rode a bunch of trackers back in the day. Before I knew, like before I really paid attention so much to like skateboard pros and amps. I just like whatever trucks, I would just pick them, you know? You don't really know. Mm Mm-hmm. I used to ride, uh, I want to say they were Mercury's. Do you remember those trucks? No. I think Jamie Thomas used to skate for them. I might be wrong about the name, but not 100% sure. Damn, Trackers is gone. All right, so there's a few right here. 
maybe you could help this one. Um, Ricky Alderton says, how to get a skate park built in your area? Pester the town. They'll, they'll probably want you to do a lot of work. you got to be prepared to do a lot of work, but definitely pestering the town because, one, they won't want to do it. They never want to do it. If they do want to do it, you're lucky. And Two, if they want to pay for it, I mean, buy a lottery ticket because you're the luckiest person in the world. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. Win more money. Three, yeah, you gotta have, you're going to need to raise a lot of money. You're going to want to have someone who knows how to build the skate park. Someone who can design it. Mm-hmm. And someone who can design it to... Yeah, so things. you're gonna have yeah. to have someone design it, mm-hmm. and then actually and then people the technical, yep. yeah, to execute the building. But there's people out there mm-hmm. that do that. A lot of times, I think yeah. nowadays, like um, you can reach out to, um, dude, I want to say Kent Russell has a company that's been building a lot of parks, but also deal dealing with the politics of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of politics involved with getting a skate park built. Definitely. Yeah. There can be, for sure, mm-hmm. dude. Like, I remember being involved with the the Framingham one, and there was, like, internal politics where people were, like, trying to get credit for it and whatnot. And, like, yeah. there was, like, some confrontations. And I was like, this is so dumb, dude. Dad, we need the skate park, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see if I can find it. Design, branding. Ken Ru- Shout out to Kent Russell, too. Such a legend. Remember Kent Russell? The Storm? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, I'll show you a part after this. I'll read this about Canton because he's a legend. I don't know if I've ever had Canton on the podcast, but he, I should reach out. A longtime fixture in the professional skateboarding world, Canton is a lead designer for New Line Skate Parks. There you go, New New Line Skate Parks. Um, that might be old, though. I feel like he's with someone else. But growing up in Southern California, the birthplace of skateboarding, Canton quickly became a leading figure in the region's skateboarding scene and was a pro- Oh, dude. Down, that's probably what we heard earlier. Down go the skateboards. Yeah, the skateboard skateboards were just fucking about to fall over. <laughs> Dude, there's ghosts in here. This is a Halloween edition of the podcast. You bring that fucking thing in here? You probably followed me. Dude, you got ghosts following you? Picked them up on the way. That's it. Um, he was a professional skateboarder for 12 years, traveling all over the world, endorsing his pro model shoes and signature skateboards, as well as appearing in several skateboarding videos and magazine covers. Yeah, he had a bunch. After semi-retiring from professional skateboarding, Canton studied civil engineering and landscaping architecture as he transitioned to skate park design professionally for the last 13 years. He had worked uh, in both the public and private sectors for, oh, Mike, yeah, Mike McIntyre at Site Design Group. He's working with him, Action Sports Design. Stantec, that's the name. Stantec was, I think, who I think they uh, designed some around us too. They they helped with uh, Lynch, I believe. Oh really? Yeah, I want to say there's. I I went to. I've been to a bunch of these. That's why it's hard for me to remember. But uh, I want to say Kent and Russell helped with Lynch. Um, because I went to those meetings and like I didn't, you know, like they designed a whole fucking skate park and they were like, "Can we get your input?" I was like. I like round bars, you know, like put a round bar. I don't even think they did. I think the hand rolls are square, aren't they? Most of them, yeah. God damn it. I don't think there's... God damn it. There's round bars, but not down the stairs. Every Every rail down the stairs is square. I didn't even do my job, bro. Yeah, it was can. Here we go. Boston Globe. 
I went on uh, when I was like, I must have been 12, no, younger than that. I was in fifth grade. I went on a duck boat tour in Boston. Hell yeah. And we like literally, like, we, you know, when they drive by Lynch Skate Park. Yeah. We literally went by there and like the guy like asked if there were like any skateboarders on the on the bus. And I didn't raise my hand or anything, but everyone like, turned around. Such and a pussy, me. dude. Yeah. But, <laughs> raise um, your fucking hand, bro. <laughs> I, dude, I didn't want any, I didn't want anything to do with it. I was like, I don't want this guy to point at me. I don't yeah. want him to talk to me. I just like kept my mouth shut. But nah, I get that. He was like, yeah, they're, um, they're building like a, like van. He mentioned vans. He was like, vans is building like a million dollar, like multi-million dollar skate park under this bridge over here. I was like, oh, sick. And then sure enough, like, yeah, it happened. Six, seven years later, it happened. Um, I found an article about it, actually. Cambridge. A few things stood out immediately for Kent Russell after he emerged from the depths of the Pro Bowl. Oh, this is just him going to Lynch Family Skate Park. Hold on. Let me see. Russell, who now works for the engineering and consulting company, Stantec, was instrumental in the design of the park in East Cambridge beneath the highway ramps near the Zankum Bridge. It's Zankum, right? Say that right. On Wednesday, he was the first person to experiment with the various elements of the skateboarder's heaven. After more than a decade of fundraising and a plan, that's testament to what you're saying. A decade, that's 12 years. Yeah. A decade of fundraising and planning, the Charles River Conservancy, uh, the nonprofit group that led the project, will open the 40,000 square foot space to the public November 14th. The park is one of the largest of its kind on the East Coast. Named after the Lynch Foundation, which donated $800,000, the concrete playground features the Pro Bowl and two other bowls of lesser difficulty, hard ledges and angled railings, which were not round. (sighs) It's fine. One unique obstacle is a small volcano of bricks modeled after what was a once popular spot for skateboarders outside the Boston Hospital. Did you ever go to those banks, the volcanoes? No, never skated them. Yep. Dude. Before my time. Do you cry yourself to sleep sometimes? Yeah. Most nights, regardless. <laughs> Why did I miss Why it? did I miss the banks? They were sick, though. Just like a natural mm-hmm. brick volcano. Mm-hmm. And fucking, it was pretty epic. I only skated sick. a couple times. It really kind of tries to simulate or emulate something that is not around anymore. Yeah, they took them out. So then they put them in the park, which is a cool idea. Mm-hmm. The Pro Bowl, which hits depths of 11 and a half feet, is one of the gems of the skateboarder paradise. Nice. Yeah, Ken's a legend, though. That's basically what I'm getting at. Don't let the word pro fool you, Fool you, he said. Anyone can ride it. It's a pretty sick park, man. I have fun every time I go there. I don't go there enough to like get sick of it. Mm-hmm. And it's so big, 40,000 yeah. square feet. Vans must have kicked in some dough, but... Dude, the Lynch Foundation kicked in $800,000. Yeah, that's crazy. So it is like, what'd you say, multi-million, right? It's like mm-hmm. many million dollars. Yeah, it's gotta be. The place is huge. I'm gonna, s- let's see if we can find how much that, how how much money it actually took. But with anything in Boston, it's like really hard. Like the Big Dig, remember the Big Dig? The fucking tunnel that they were digging in forever? No, that was fucking, took forever. Everything takes forever there. Let me see. You don't know about the Big Dig, dude? No. You're so fucking young, bro. From Rhode Island, Cad. Oh, that's true. That's true. There's a tunnel in Boston that they were just building, and there was, like, a bunch of uh, corruption. Like, people took the money. Like, it's all rumors. I don't really know what happened. But, like, mm-hmm. 
they were building this tunnel. It was like a game changer for the city of Boston for like, I want to say a decade or more, maybe longer. We're going to find out. But uh, yeah, there's a bunch of scandals behind it. I don't really know enough about it, but let's see. The big dig. Damn, I can't believe this is something. I only know about it from hearing people talk about it. Like I never really looked it up. There's a documentary about it. Big dig. Here we go. Wikipedia page. So the, do that. Skate park, the Lynch family one, is right next to the Boston Garden, which is fucking yeah. insane. Mm-hmm. That's what blew my mind about the skate park is the fact that they built a 40,000-square skate park, millions of dollars, right next to what everyone cherishes, the garden. Like That's like so big, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the Central Artery Tunnel Project, commonly known as Big Dig with a – Mega project was a mega project in Boston that rerouted the central artery of Interstate 93, the chief highway through the heart of the city, into the 1.5-mile tunnel named the Thomas P. O'Neill Jr. Tunnel. The project also included the construction of the Ted Williams Tunnel, the Zankum Bridge, Memorial Bridge, over the Charles River, the Rose Kennedy Greenway, and the space. The Big Dig was the most expensive highway project in the U.S., and was the plagued by most overruns, delays, leaks, design flaws, charge charges of poor execution and use of substandard materials, criminal arrests, and the death of one motorist. The project was re- originally scheduled to be completed in 1998 at an estimated cost of 2.8 billion. In 1982 dollars, that would be 7.4 billion adjusted for inflation as of 2020. Dude, 7.4 billion dollars in 2020. That's how much it cost him the year I was born, 1982. This was going on, and I knew about it somehow. I wasn't did even they finish it? Yeah, it's done now. When did um, they finish it? I don't know. I'm too dumb. <laughs> but we'll. I'll read on. However, the project was completed. Wow, look at that next line dude in december 2007 at a cost of over 8 billion in 1982 dollars 21 billion 21.5 billion dollars if you adjust for inflation that's fucking 21 dude so they went from B, they went billion. from 2 to 8 2 to 8 and then when it was all that's said and done it was actually 21 yeah, <laughs> and there was a rest. Yeah, and then inflation. It was ten <laughs> years later than it actually. It had everything: shit. delays, leaks, design flaws, deaths, c- criminal arrests, fucking scandal. Oh, I need to read up on this. this well, there's is, this a documentary I just saw. So this is great. Oh, Lynch Lynch Family Skate Park costs four point five million dollars. Oh, you looked it up. Yep, I love that you just had it there too. Mm-hmm. Four point eight. 4.5 five. Did it yeah. say broken up between uh, vans and like? Maybe type Vans donation Lynch family. See if I don't know. I'm sure there's like a page somewhere. It'll take me a long time to find. No, it's no worries. And Charles River, they covered eight hundred thousand, but there was still like three over three million. You know, they got somehow. They fundraised for a decade. Remember they said so. I wonder how much they fundraised. Uh, The Boston Globe estimated that the project was ultimately cost twenty two billion including interest, and that it would not be paid off until 2038. (laughs) It might not be paid off, dude. Might be paying for that bridge right now, dude. Definitely, right? Definitely still is. As a result of deaths, leaks, and other design flaws. Jesus, man. 
Someone agreed to pay $407 million in restitution, and several smaller companies agreed to pay a combined sum of approximately $51 million. That's so wild, dude. So, back to Lynch. Yeah, we're skipping back there and forth. Was, there was a $1.5 million donation from Vans. Oh, damn. Vans, Shout out Vans in the building. And Vans also pays... Er, the skateboard company will contribute $25,000 annually toward the maintenance of the park for seven years. Which, that's kind of crazy because that park's covered in graffiti now, isn't it? Yeah. But maintenance, I'm more concerned yeah. about chips and broken shit. Like yeah, broken, just whatever, yeah, broken yeah. shit. Yeah, true. That is very true. I'm sure they, they it's have It's just aesthetics. To, yeah. Like, yep. Well, actually, Evan on the last podcast was saying, like, if you use certain spray paint on certain ramps, it makes it slippery as fuck. Yep. That kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Then, like, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure people are bummed about the bowl getting, like, covered in graffiti because I'm yeah. sure it's super slippery. But, I mean... Throw some soda on that, yeah. bitch. That park's kind of... That park's hit or miss. I don't know. I don't... Sometimes it's slippery. I feel like that park's a pretty grippy park, though. I feel like it's not very slippery to be. I don't with. think it's slippery. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to some other ones, I guess. Yeah, dude. That's There's the There's 800,000 from Lynch... But there was 1.75 raised from various donors, 450,000 in public money. Park's sick. 100,000 from the redevelopment community. Hell yeah, shout 200, out. 200,000 from Cambridge, 150,000 in state funding. Yo, good looks, bro. And I'm glad there was, wasn't as much scandal as the big dig on that project, you know? Yeah. Fucking twenty one billion. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm twenty one billion. <laughs> glad there was no corruption at the Lynch family skate park. Think about that, Sean. You wanna blow your mind? In Massachusetts alone, they built something that would have cost twenty one point five billion dollars. In Massachusetts alone. That means there's a lot out there, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot out there. Alright, so here's the big dig. So that's what it was, and they combined it to make the big dig tunnel. So it took those three, 90, 93, two parts of 93 and two, uh, one in Route 90 and just combined it into a tunnel that went right through there, right through Chinatown, Financial District, downtown, West End, right through Boston for $21 billion, $22 billion. So it was like that before and then it was going to be like that? No, it was that and then they turned it into a tunnel, to a tunnel, I believe. If, I, if I'm understanding this map correctly. But I did, I'm pretty high, so. <laughs> yeah, highway tunnel right there. Crazy, dude. Let me see if I can find the name of that documentary because I don't want to watch it. I didn't see it. I'm putting this Wikipedia in the description for my people just because that's the unbelievable to read. And if I can find the documentary, I'll throw that in the description too for the peeps out there that are living their life. Yeah, Uncovering Boston's Big Dig. Oh, no, it's a nine-minute segment. Oh, here we go. All right, I found it. America's Biggest Dig. It's on YouTube. 46 minutes. I'll throw this in there. Why didn't they get, like, a guy from Southie to narrate yeah, why this? What do you got, like, like, an English guy? <laughs> Dude, you got to find Bob. <laughs> Kid, it costs like fucking a billion dollars to call it. That's <laughs> 22 like, fucking billion. Dude, you know how many fucking iced coffees I could buy with that? <laughs> extra, 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 extra. Gross. 
Yeah, There's... why do you have a British guy fucking there? Jesus. Yeah, that was so. I wonder who the company was. They blew it. They blew an opportunity. Dude, first comment says the editor of this documentary was on meth. <laughs> Don't bother with this version of the documentary. Crap quality. Better HD quality versions on YouTube elsewhere. All right, I got to find a better one. They leak. Someone wrote they leak uh, still today. I went through them this morning. So they're still leaking apparently. I found another one, but it's it's a part one, so I'll put that one in there. Mega structures, big dig, British documentary. That's why it's a British documentary. That's why. Probably on BBC America. It cost them twenty two billion dollars, and they only got forty thousand views. Not good. Not good. Let's see if I can put that in there. I can't, like, who am I to say anything, though? Like, I can't fucking design a fucking tunnel, you know? Yeah. But that still sounds insane to me that mm. something could get so mismanaged like that. Yeah, so wild. <sighs> All right. Building a tunnel under a city. Yeah, right. I mean, they do that in New York, but, like, they they do that with, um, they do a lot of subways. Like, they don't, they don't have, like, a, a road, like, a tunnel with a road in it, I don't think, in New York. Most of their most of their highways and interstates, I believe, go around the outside. I yeah. mean, I'm not very. I've they have the whole subway been to New system York, like, though. Three times, but yeah, yeah, they have the subway system. But like, they have ro- Boston. Boston has a metro system as well. There's highways that are along the water that go under buildings, but it's like you still see the ocean, the water and stuff right there. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, another question from Lesedi, L E S E D I. Uh, building a skate community. So that's as a topic. Um, I would say just like focus on skating, having fun. If you go to a local spot, whether it's a DIY skate park or a skate park or just a street spot, if you start linking up with people, you're already building a skate community. You mm-hmm. know, friends yeah. that skate. That's mm-hmm. a skateboard community. Yeah. No, there's there's always a skateboard community. I mean, it's it's never gonna, rarely it will come to you, but it's definitely definitely something you experience by by traveling and and meeting other people. Yeah, <coughs> and if you're in a small place where there's not a lot of skateboarders, just share skateboarding with people that seem interested, mm-hmm. and then you'll have a skateboard community. Yeah, you'll have exactly. a bunch of people that yeah. are like that's cool as fuck. Yeah, share skateboarding with other people. Yeah, that's the best way to grow it. We did that back in the day in New Hampshire because, like, Dale, I think the, half the reason he gave me the board was because there wasn't many skaters or any, and he, like, converted me because I was like, damn, this is sick. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, convert some people. You see someone <laughs> riding a scooter or BMX, be like, hey, man, try this, try this skateboard. It's pretty hey, cool. Hand him a unicycle. <laughs> yeah, give him a unicycle. <laughs> Young Una. <laughs> Una. Nah, yeah, just, like, share it if people are interested, you know, and everyone seems to be interested, and then you got a homie to skate with and learn with. Yeah, Skate exactly. fun, like, with other people, too. Um, do a skate event. Like, go to skate events. You'll see part of the skate um, community. You'll meet all the people that are involved. Like, every different area has a bunch of skaters, a skate park, skate shop. That's, like, a good place for see skateboard communities, like, people that give back to the culture and, and connect with each other and do cool shit. Um as technically as far as building, I would just say share skateboarding with people. Yeah. Share why you like skateboarding. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have a bunch of people that like skateboarding too because it's sick. Yeah. Skateboarding's yeah. tight. Yeah, for sure. Amen, brother. Choo-choo, 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 choo-choo. All right. 
Thanks for those questions, Ricky and Lesida. I don't know, Lesida, Lesida. You got Lesdida, Lesdi, Lesdi. Sick name. Can't pronounce it though. Sorry. And Ricky, you're the man. How to get a skate park built? Hit up Kent Russell and Stantec. They'll help you. So remember, they came and did meetings with the towns and like talked it out and like worked through all the issues. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake. Jake says. How the music choices and skate videos has influenced so much open-mindedness in everyone. Bad Brains to Jimmy Cliff to Pantera to Fleetwood Mac. So on and so many. Um, skateboarding. Music. Your turn. Skateboarding and music. Skateboarding has definitely showed me a lot of music that yeah. I wouldn't normally listen to. Hell yeah. But yeah. Skateboard. I've definitely found a lot of music through skateboarding. I will. I I'm not sure if that was was that a question or like more of like a like statement. a topic. Yeah, a topic. Just yeah. a topic. To talk no, I about. would I would definitely agree that skateboarding has showed me at least a lot of music. Um, Do you skate with music on? Do you rock no, no, I don't. The session blockers. No, I'm yeah. very against skating with headphones. And if I see you skating with headphones, I might tell you to take them out. <laughs> He's like, "Yo, leave me alone." <laughs> He's on his unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> You got your AirPods in. Oh, man, I hate that shit. Yeah. Well, if you're by yourself. Have, having a, Yeah, having a phone call. Eh, yeah, that is true. If you're have by a, yourself. Ha, yeah. There's exceptions. Mm-hmm. But have, if you're the dude always showing up with yeah, headphones with on, headphones in. you're Take, not there taking to hang a, out. Taking a phone call while you're, while you're cruising around. <laughs> it's ridiculous, dude. I've seen it. I've seen it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they're talking to me. It's like, oh, what, what'd you say? <laughs> Ma, I need my pork chops. <laughs> Ma, what's for dinner tonight? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Music and skateboarding, the best thing ever. Basically, like video parts, picking the song, mm-hmm. Mu- music. Like especially when I was younger, motivated me to skate a lot. You find those songs that like get you juiced up. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just want to go fucking conquer the world on my board, you know, mm-hmm. or just throw something, break my board, or whatever. Depends on the music, you know. Yeah, I always liked like um when I was younger, I liked uh like three eleven sublime any mm-hmm. of that stuff. Do you know that shit? Yeah, like surfer rock almost yeah, type surfer shit. Yeah, surfer rock. And then like no uh, Pennywise, no effects, punk rock. Mm-hmm. We're moving into punk rock then genre. Went from surfer to punk. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was just listening to what Dale had. Dale had music. Yeah, and I believe he had uh, Thirty Six Chambers, which was like my first. Ooh, that one yeah, changed that's my a good life because it was a lot of cursing and mm-hmm. just like Thirty Six Chambers changed my life too. Yeah, and it's Wu Tang, so mm-hmm. you're just like. Protecting they, be. they ain't nothing to fuck with, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they're not, so... <laughs> yeah, that one was sick. Um, what else with music? Just seeing people's style with certain songs and, like, watching a video part, and it's got that a song, and it matches the skating in some way or connects with it, that's what, like, that's the most epic part, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, Heath Kirchhart will have a video part with some legendary songs, and you're like, this fits his skating. So, mm-hmm. Or Mark Johnson's another one to think about that would, like nail some song with his skating yeah that's that's always a bummer to see though when someone skate you like see a part and you're like wow i why'd they choose this song yeah like i saw i saw a part recently oh, I wish I could remember it threw you it off though yeah, it threw me off like the skate there's the skater and the music didn't match up in yeah because they, they were skating to no vaseline but it was like sounds dirty I don't know. it was just it, it was just kind of like a a very i don't know like forced or something? Base, base, I don't know. It was just like a 
It was it wasn't who you you would expect to be skating to no Vaseline. I I can't remember who it was for the life of me. But they were oh, they were I, you're talking about Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah, oh. it was Ice Cube. Yeah, they <laughs> Damn. were literally like wearing like I don't know. It was just like you know t- they literally looked like it was pretty much Mark Suchu skating yeah. to no Vaseline. Damn. Which, like, if I, I I was just like <laughs> sorry. It was a good part by all means, but just having no Vaseline in the background just kind Didn't of work. just just threw it off for me. <laughs> I've seen that, like where someone has a song and you're like, this is so, it feels forced almost. Mm-hmm. doesn't seem like it would work in that yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. I probably had a part like that. I'm trying to think. There was a time where I, like, I didn't, um, in skating, where like my, I didn't find my style yet. So I was like trying things on and like I didn't really like find it. So I had things that I was like, this is what I want. And then I look back and I'm like, no, it didn't fit at all. You know, yeah. it takes a while to like find your style, especially uh-huh. with anything. So like, sometimes you force things. You know, yeah. pick a weird song. But I mean, whatever, that's fine. If you have a lot of video parts, you know. But I definitely like at some point had some song that I was like, "Why the fuck did I do that song?" Mm-hmm. You know, like what the fuck was going on with my head at that time. <laughs> but in skating, like it takes a while to find your style. Like you have to like learn some tricks, get them down get hours under your feet and you start to like work with what works, you know, yeah, instead of fight it. it yeah. yeah. I used to fight my style just cause I like wanted to learn tricks, Yeah, but like they weren't like, there was other things I probably should have focused on and learned, uh-huh. but I would like, I was like, no, I want to do yeah, this. I can't, I can't I skate like that. This. I need to skate this. Yeah. yeah I need to work like, on this. It was more just my own stubbornness, you know, uh-huh. like I can do anything, you know, but yeah. like there's things that I was like, just because I can learn it, maybe I should focus on things that are a little easier at first so you can like get comfortable and develop style before you just try to jump ahead almost. It was like that type yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. I did every mistake you could imagine with skateboarding. <laughs> for sure, dude. Because I got into it and I fucking loved it and I was like, this is the best thing ever. So I just want to be involved with every aspect of it. And I was so excited about it that you're just like overzealous, you know? Yeah, yep. Got too excited. Yeah, it's like normal, you know? Mm-hmm. It's fucking sick though. That's what's so rad about skateboarding is it can get you juiced like that. I'm not looking up no Vaseline, bro. <laughs> Sick title though. <laughs> oh, I remembered. I remembered who skated to. It was, it was Flo Mertain. Oh, he's like a um, European skater, right? Yeah, yeah. Nice. But like skinny white dude, just a not it's, it's not basic, but it was yeah, yeah, it was it was ledge tricks, and that's pretty rough song. Yeah, it's pretty hardcore. Sick though. Mm-hmm. I kind of stoked now. Yeah. <laughs> Like I would, I would, I would watch. To, I would really like to watch Tiago skate to that song. I feel like that would be a good mix. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That dude killed it too. Yeah, dude. We're still killing it. Shall we move forward? Move forward in space and time, Sean. Always. Flip All right. Through. Roland Spence says, "Keep skateboarding out of the Olympics." That's the topic, or just a general subject, or something he's saying. Mm. I think it should be in the Olympics. Put a new aspect into it. Have professional athletes, like a literal sense? Yeah, literally. Do you think it should be in schools? Like basketball? Basketball is in school, right? You have to try out make the team. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some schools are cool with that stuff, but like, I don't know. Can you control it that can't, much? You can't, I guess you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't play like hockey and stuff. 
Not in schools? Schools yeah. have hockey Well, no, teams. no. Like college, you, Well, yeah, you have like a team. I'm sure there's schools with like skate teams or something. Skate college? Skate college. That, that makes more crazy. sense yeah. than skate middle mm-hmm. school. But skate middle yeah. school sounds sick I'm sure. Too. I'm sure there's there's like colleges in California that aren't, well, that are that are like skate colleges. Here we go. That We're, just have like a bunch of skate parks at them or here, something. This is why we have the internet. This mm-hmm. is why we have the Lord Google. Skate Park College. Yeah, that's what I'm typing in. That might be the episode name right there. Skate Park College. <laughs> that's fucking good, dude. Wait, Skate Park? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, Skate Park College. Yeah. Are we inventing something or is this we're behind? The whole college is Skate, skate Park. Park College Station. Oh, that might be the name of it, though. Right? Skate Park. Nope. Five things you need to know. Chumster Skate Park. Oh, should we just read this? for Jan- It's a Jankum. Shout out to Jankum. A skateboarder's guide to colleges. No, because that's going to be... That's not going to... S- Tempe University. Pratt Institute. Yeah, right. It would be. School of Visual Arts. Yeah, but these aren't what we were talking about. These are just like cool colleges to go to if you're a skateboarder. Yeah, if you're apparently, a skateboarder, yep. I want to know see a skate a uh, college that has a skate park and has a skateboard team. Like, yeah, has, look up like, look up college skateboard team. There we go. But dude, there's definitely some brand mm-hmm. that 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 has that name too. College skateboard team. There's definitely schools though, in like definitely California. I feel like I've seen it once on like Fuel TV when they actually did skate stuff. That was like. Um, like a gym teacher or something who was like, yeah, I have a skate. I have like a skate class I do is like part of my like yeah. activity. And they got like little like fresh park ramps or something like yeah. just like really small basic stuff. But they'll just like let the kids skate. A lot of it's class. like after yeah. school activities. Yeah. Like trying stuff to get like kids that, like an after school out. skate club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Dude, that's Dave Mayhew. All right. Here we go. I found some college skateboarding educational foundation. Yeah. They do like um, scholarships for, um, I don't know, skateboarders that go to college. Yeah, like just trying to help them out. Yeah. All right. CSEF mission statement, which is the name is College Skateboarding Educational Foundation, CSEF. Um, The College Skateboarding Educational Foundation provides a brand new opportunity for skateboarders to build better futures for themselves, regardless of financial assets or personal network everyone deserves a chance uh, at pursuing a college education skateboarders are no exception through CSEF's scholarship fund skateboarders all over the country will be given essential assistance with completing their goals in school and in life although CSEF is a registered um, organization 501 organization in California. It serves skateboarders all over the United States. And then they have Donate Here. Get involved. Donate. Wish there was something like this when you were younger. Help us help skateboarding by giving opportunity to members of the family. Donate Here. Apply. Need some help getting through school. The cost of higher education can be gnarly. (laughs) Apply here for our scholarship. Volunteer. Join our mailing list. 2019 scholarship recipients. Some people. Huh, interesting. That's not quite, but it's like a cool thing. I'm putting mm-hmm. that in the description. If you have some pennies, like if you, if people give you your change and you save it after and you want to do something cool with it, that sounds like something cool at least. 
and I saw Dave Mayhew right there. He is like um legit skateboarder. He's been do you know do you know who Dave Mayhew is? I've heard the name before. Dude, you seen the storm? The no video? I've never seen it. You've never seen the storm? No. What the fuck, dude? Really? I know what I'm doing tonight though. Yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you're skating and you've your type of skating and you've never watched the storm? Never. I'm about to blow your fucking mind, dude. Really? Never. I don't even know if we can be friends anymore. Oh, sorry, dude. Dude, we might have to figure something out. Like maybe only on the weekends or something. Yeah. Uh, we'll be we'll be friends after tonight. All right, well, let's wink, give wink. it some time and see. But the fact that you haven't seen that is like, I don't know how we're friends. I'm gonna give you a little preview because there's got to be like the intro is just heavy as shit. You know? Do you ever rock the D threes? Osiris D threes? Wow. Fucking wow. With your style, I just assume you knew all this. No, I've never, never seen the storm. You're blowing never, my mind. Never worn an Osiris. D3 Makes me like either. your skating though, because like you weren't influenced. Like this was, I like the storm. It was a sick video, but like, thought it would just influence you. But you maybe just found the vibe on your own. What were you saying? You never had what? Never had a D three. Oh yeah. I'll give you a little preview of this. Most people out there know the storm. I'm pretty sure. Tons of rippers though. This was like when skating got too tech. It was fucking epic, but it was too tech, I felt. At least for my liking. If you want to ledge tricks galore, this is where you've come. You've come to the right place. Longest intro ever, though, right now, right? Would you hurry up? I just want to read the Osiris team at this time. These guys were all my heroes. Just let you, letting you know this right away. I don't even remember this video. I definitely... Does Jerry Sue have a part in this thing? He does, dude. They had the biggest squad with Osiris, too. Dude, you're going to love this. Brandon Turner, Peter Smolik, Tyrone Olsen, Chad Knight. Oh. Dax Lucier, I believe that was on the team, too. That dude ripped. Josh Casper, dude. Do you know who Josh Casper is? All right, nice. Talked about him. Paul Mack now. I think he was in the storm too. Chris Dubstaff. Forgot about that dude. Dave Mayhew. Dude, the podcast is taking us to the storm right now. Damn, that was sick. Tail side like varial flip out. Did you have to your 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 assignment is to watch this video at some point. I'm gonna watch it tonight. Yeah, please. Cause like um Tell me how many tricks you've never seen that are in the video. Try to remember if you see something you've never seen before. Let me know if there's anything in there. That was the first time I've seen a front tail varial flip. So faking. already? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, right off that, the bat. People, like, I, hate, I hate skateboarding. Well, no, I don't hate skateboarding. I hate how people get mad about skateboard trick names. Like, Would that be a tail slide varial flip to fakie? Or would it be a tail slide kick flip body varial? Dude, like I, it blew uh, my mind, bro. It's too care. tech. That's what I was saying. Yeah, that's when tech. it gets too tech for yeah. my mind. I can't even uh-huh. think it out at that yeah. point. But that, it looks that's, sick. That's when you just say, you know what? It, just watch the footy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't I, have. To I don't know. Technically... I don't know the name. Just watch it. Yeah, like I. There's a lot of tricks. Like when I last podcast with Evan too, and we were talking tranny tricks, and I was just like <laughs> trying to figure them out in my head. <laughs> I was like mostly street skater, but I didn't go. I didn't get the storm tech. You know. 
It's flip in, flip out, but never flip in, flip out. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done that. Have you done that? Never flipped in and flipped out. <laughs> Is that a confession? Is that a confession? You said it like a confession. <laughs> never. Never. <laughs> Good for you, bro. Someday, hopefully. Yeah, right? I'm not against it at all, but it's definitely <laughs> too tech for, for my brain to like. I don't yeah, think I can handle it. Yeah. I think those days have passed, maybe. Maybe fakey flip tail stall. Fakey flip? Nah, I can't even see it. Can't even see it. <laughs> I entertain the idea. Kanye is going on Joe Rogan Monday. Did I say that nice. yet? Yep. Yeah, nice. Should we put the episode up the same day just to c- compete with them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think Kanye would beat us? <laughs> Maybe. Slim chance, though. Dude, Kanye, interesting as hell, dude. You watched the debate last night? Have no. you watched any of them? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this about the debate last night. I actually enjoyed it other than the first one. The first one left me hopeless. This one, at least I didn't feel as hopeless. I was kind of mm-hmm. like... I think that's really... I watched a little bit of the first one. And I was like, I'm not watching this. Dude, the one. first one, you just like turned it off horrendous. and you're like... Dude, I just was... We're in place... We're in like... Oh, fuck. We're in fucking kindergarten class fighting each other. I know, really. It's like, this is fucking insane. But the one last night, it was... I think... I don't even know if they actually muted the mic because it didn't look like at any point that they were like yelling into the mic and you couldn't hear them. But they told them they muted the mic. So... They didn't interrupt as much, or like yeah. they just actually, uh, uh, they actually paid it. They actually went by a debate rule. Actually, <laughs> the first mm-hmm. one was just Donald Trump yelling over Joe Biden, yeah. which is so obnoxious. Mm-hmm. He's making zingers and shit, which is fucking funny as hell, you mm-hmm. know. But like, it's the fucking the we're we're voting over the leader of the free world, supposedly. You know, it yeah. can't be all entertainment. We gotta have some substance to it. Yeah, exactly. Too hard when you're arguing with each other like fucking jackasses, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but last night they actually like held to it because even Joe Biden in the first one was doing doing that shit a little bit. Yeah, yeah. whether Donald Trump forced yeah, no, him to were, or they, not, yeah, they, they were going. Did. They were going at each other, like yeah, like yeah. They were on the playground and but yeah, elementary school. Last night it was like a somewhat of a civil conversation where it was like you they disagreed but they got their points out. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. without so much fucking theatrics and drama, which was nice. Didn't Four really was good. Didn't really like do anything for me other than just like not feel completely hopeless, mm-hmm. you know? Because that's the feeling you get sometimes when you watch that Ooh, bullshit. Yeah. You yep. know, my G's. But it's all good. We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay out here. Sean's going to watch the storm tonight and it's going to blow his fucking mind. I'm going to watch the storm and everything's going to be okay. It's gonna, you're going to get through the storm and then <laughs> clear skies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you when you round off towards the end of that video, you're gonna be like, "Holy shit! What did Shetler just do? He just gave me the fucking immortal blessing of the mm-hmm. storm, and then we're gonna be bonded through this. Bonded through the storm. Hell yeah! Um, do you have a favorite era in skating, and are you forced to say your own? Go. <laughs> My favorite era. I mean, look at me. Like late '90s, early 2000s. Oh, I was gonna say homeless man. Yeah. Just kidding. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like that era skateboarding looked good it was raw yeah right hell yeah me too i'm a fan big shoes small wheels you're gonna enjoy the storm for sure because it's fucking you're gonna enjoy it it got a little extreme in the storm like mm-hmm. 90s skating was a little like the version that i'm thinking of is cleaner 
Mm-hmm. It's like ghetto and kind of like city vibe and all that stuff. Yeah. But like it's cleaner. The storm got it got ridiculous. They were making D3s. They were doing flip in, flip out to flip ins to back tail. So I shove it out. They were doing like it was so tech. It probably doesn't even seem tech now, I bet. You should watch it. Watch it, please. It's I'm fucking gonna. good, dude. Um, favorite era? Yeah, the 90s. I really like if I I don't know if this is an era, but I really like Mark Johnson skating a lot and Brian Anderson skating. So whatever that is, that's the '90s into the 2000s. I guess yeah. like it stretched mm-hmm. like that. But those versions, Brian Anderson too, just so big and powerful. Like yeah. parts were epic. Jamie Thomas too. That whole like genre of skating, like big handrails and fucking VX in the trenches style. You know, like. Um, just sitting at the bottom of stairs and shit to get in tricks and filming and like, mm-hmm. that was pretty epic too. Thanks, Scott, for the shit for the question, my G. <clears throat> oh, this one's Evan. <clears throat> Western World Further Parts, FFF Further Parts on Thrasher. Do you know anything about this? Yeah, Zane Timpson and Elijah Akerley. Yeah, their parts dropped. I don't know if the full video dropped yet, but Stephen Brayman's going to have a part in it, too. Oh, that's what that's yeah. what this says. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. going to have a part. Is it going to be on Thrasher? Yeah, I know those those are the two parts that are on Thrasher right now. I don't know if that whole video Siegel's is going to be not. on Thrasher. Seagull's part is on there? Not yet. I, there's only, only two parts have come out on Thrasher. Oh, are they releasing them part by part? I have no idea. I, oh, looked, okay. I looked for the video when I saw these got released, but I haven't found them yet. I probably could just show Steven and ask him. Should we uh watch some of Zane's part? Yeah. Alright, let's let's fucked. let it roll for a second. Hell yeah. Stoked. I hope I've been podcasting a lot, my friends. It's been a while, dude. I took a long break, so it's like it's like uh I was missing it, you know? But it feels good to be back into it. It's like you don't you don't carve out time all the time to like sit down and look up at all these skate parts and talk about skateboarders and stuff and like can't think about can russell and the storm you know hell yeah dan pencil did that once to me and it, i remembered it i'm sure he stole it from someone but he just did that he's like you want to hear the best sound in the world he's like and i believed him because he was drinking heavy at that time do you know who dan pencil is he's right for fiberro so gnarly dude this was fucked. This is Zane Timpson. Mm-hmm. This frontside 270 off this tall ass mountain into like, oh my God, into literally straight wall. That's like, that's like 12 feet tall, right? Or nine feet or it's massive. Hell yeah. Switch bomb and hails classic, right, Sean? Right? Already heavy part. He's like bleeding out his chin and stuff. A lot of artsiness. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he just slammed so hard. Yo, I fucked my shit up. He's just holding his finger. Damn, was that heel flip grab? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? That was fucked, too. Nose, nose stall on, up on a fence. It was Charlotte nose stall. Was it? Yeah. Damn. Was that no comply lip side on that fucking rink no on comply, spot? Nose blunt. That was nose blunt? Or not no comply, no or boneless. Boneless, I'm sorry. I think I fucked you up. Nose blunt finger flip in. That's an insane one, right? 
This dude's fucking gnarly, huh? I've actually skated with him. Did he go to Robstock? Was he there? No, maybe not. I think Elijah Akerley was, though. Oh, sick. Because he's from, like, Maine. Dude, killing it right now. That was beastly, too. Big ass front board. What's the biggest handrail you've ever done? What? Did you see that? Nothing big. Probably like a seven stair, eight really? stair. Really? That's yeah, it? Nothing big. Wow. Mm-mm. By choice or just? I've never skated a big rail before, I guess. Interesting. Interesting. Actually, I'm pretty sure the biggest rail I skated was that Kinker in uh, in Florida. That was like an eight stair. Oh, the, did you crook it? Yeah. Damn, that was a sick trip. Mm-hmm. Forgot about that one. That's fucking rad. Here, I'll put Zane's part in there. It's pretty gnarly. We're going to have to watch it, the whole thing later, for sure. Um, That's sick. I hope uh, Seagull's part goes up there. Did I spell it right? Timpson? Like the Simpsons, but with a T? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's sick. That's where he wins right there because his last name, right? Fuck it. His first name is kind of cool, too, Zane. I used to always be stoked on Zared's name because it starts with a Z and Zared. You don't you don't hear too many Zareds out there, no. you know. Hell yeah! Shout out shout out to Seagull. I know he's back shredding. He was out in SF for a long time. Is he living back here? Or is, no, he was just visiting? he was just back for a little bit. He went he went back to Cali already. I think Seagull flies. Yeah, <laughs> he flies. He flies there. No plane. <laughs> just flaps his wings. <laughs> Seagull comes to every event and goes. Buck, dude. Mm-hmm. Everyone, He's gnarly, dude. He's so crazy. And he I skated. Him. I skated Groton with him over the weekend. Hell it yeah! Was, it was very, very sick to see him skate yeah. Groton because that's his home park. Yeah, that's where he probably learned Fucking so much shit. Destroys that place. Seagull should come on the pod. Maybe should we hit him up? I that up, would be sick. I I hit up uh, Joe Sway too to come back on. He said he's down. Hell yeah! I skated with Sway last night. Yeah, shit, yeah. <laughs> Definitely should have them both on. All right. Shout out. Thank you. All right. Uh, Anders. The homie Anders is asking Skate Parker Street. I know that's kind of a cliche question. So I'm going to kind of like, I'm going to twist the question a little bit instead of either or. Why? Why do you like one? Why do you like both of them? Like pros and cons. Maybe just pros of street uh, skate park skating. What do you like about skate park skating? I mean, I won't say you can't get kicked out, because, like... <laughs> Idiots I've, have proven you wrong. Yeah, I've, I've been <laughs> fucking proven wrong many a time. Yeah. But... Fucking like idiot cop try to kick people out, too. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a controlled environment, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm more comfortable at skating at a skate park, but I'd say... It's a little bit. It's a. It's a better place to learn tricks. Sometimes, I guess. Definitely. I don't know. It's. A, it's a controlled environment. Yeah, yeah. It's a controlled. I agree. One, environment. I agree. One hundred percent. That's why it's. I don't know. Better than the streets, but it's not better than the streets because it's not the streets. There's stuff you yeah. can do at a skate park that's going to be easier than if you found some crusty random thing in the street that has some random cracks and like. Yeah. Yeah. A skate park is like. Skating a ledge at a park versus skating one at a street spot usually. Mm. But I've definitely learned tricks at a street spot. 
just because a street spot will make me skate something a certain way that I wouldn't be able or either wouldn't be able to or wouldn't have to yeah. skate it that way at a park. Or it's just like, I don't know, the rail I'm skating is super bendy so I can pop off it higher and I was Fuck like, yeah. oh, maybe I'll do a back 180 instead of front 180. Right, what it, yeah, like some shit like that. What about street skating? Street skating sick. Yeah. Like, but what's like, your favorite it, thing if you had to describe it? Favorite, like, spot to skate? No, just favorite thing about street skating. Favorite no, thing about street skating? No pressure. It's in the street. I don't know. Yeah? It's, it's like, not where you're supposed to be. I don't know. It's like that whole, it's like the whole factor. I don't know. It's, it's kind of where it belongs, so to speak. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, I agree. I think, like, getting kicked out's fun sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because you're not supposed to be there, for sure. Yeah. That ties in with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a whole other factor that comes into skateboarding when you're not at the skate park, and that's why it's... You interact fun. with yeah. everybody, because mm-hmm. you're out, like, trying to... If you're trying to film and get clips, you're at some spot you might not supposed to be at, but, like, people are walking by, talking shit, hanging out. There mm-hmm. can be tweakers, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. It's kind of you're out it's, in the yeah, wild. it's an experience, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the skate park's is an experience i mean some skate parks are more of an experience than others but like generally a street spot will be more of an experience yeah than if you just go to a skate park cons of street though is getting kicked out nothing's yeah. worse than like when you really want to skate and you don't get to mm-hmm. yeah that's the worst and in, in street skating sometimes you'll drive around for fucking two hours just trying to find a spot and not kicked out, get kicked out or find mm-hmm. something that you want to skate yeah spend hours looking for the spot you finally get there and you get the boot yeah, or, or you spend hours driving there, and the pool is filled with water. <laughs> Talking from experience, mm-hmm. bro. Yep. We made the best out of that one, though. Oh yeah, that was a fun day. Dude. That, was that was way was sick. Really that park fun was day. fun yeah. too, right? Oh, dude, I want to go back there. Is that Albany Skate Park? Yep. The hills that they just mm-hmm. built the yeah. skate park on some hills. Yeah, it's like Blue Hills Park or something, or yeah. like something like that. That was super fun. That place is tight. And we skated the basketball court in Albany, mm-hmm. which was rad. They like DIY. There was a basketball court with like some banks and green ledges, and skaters just like fucking built some concrete up to it so you could skate it. Mm-hmm. Made the bank skatable. Made it a street spot. That's so funny. Um, yeah, that's a con for street skating though. It's just getting kicked out and not actually getting to skate on a day where you just want to skate but you don't want to get gnarly. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to go out in the streets and you just want to find some, or like a day that you want a smooth spot and you just get nothing. You just eat shit the whole day. It's fucking worst. But, you know, then there's other days you go out street skating and every spot you go to, you're getting tricks. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, damn. And it's just the whole thing goes perfect. Or those those skate spots that are pretty much a skate park. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. There's like, there's like, oh, it's a three up, three down over there. And then there's, oh, there's some ledges over here and a five stair and a flat bar. And it's <laughs> You're like, like, what? It's like, who did, did like, someone designed this being like, I hope, I hope everybody skates this. Yeah. Like, some a, spots I get yeah. that vibe. Like, mm-hmm. that someone hired a skater yeah. to do, mm-hmm. do the architecture. Skateboarder <laughs> has infiltrated the, the design session. We're everywhere, motherfuckers. Um, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> And cons of par- skate parks is that there could be tons of, like, congestion. There could be so many noobs or just so many kooks because, you know, there's kooks in everything. And sometimes I'm the kook. Sometimes I go to the skate park, get in everyone's way. Like, God damn it, I'm that dude, you know? Mm-hmm. Fucking, sometimes you got to be that dude. I just go, I'm new here. Sorry, I'm fucking new here. But meanwhile, I'm just, like, in everyone's way. Who brought that asshole? 
that's the negatives for street and for park. Anders, thanks for the question. Machi! Choo-choo! Mm-hmm. Anders been ripping, too. Shout out to little Anders. Do-do-do-do-do! Choo-choo! Um, JA5K4 says, I'm guessing it's like Jake or something, respond. He said skate pants. He just said topics about skate pants. Do you have a certain pair of pants that you like to skate in the, the most? Yeah, probably. I have a really nice pair of baggy cargos. Not Dickies. They're red caps. Like yeah. work like work pants. Yeah, they're the oldest. They're, yeah, I think they're the oldest actually. Super baggy. I know red caps. I had a bunch yeah. actually. Love baggy pants. Baggy, a little stretch in them. Yeah, gotta have some stretch. Mm-hmm. Definitely I think Volcom used to make some like jeans that had some stretch to them. Yeah, like, that yeah no, Vol- Volcom makes stretchy, stretchy pants, but they're very tight. Can never, I tight can never like get tiger. behind tight pants. Tight like a tiger. Like a tiger. <laughs> yeah, the the ones I was thinking about Fair were actually kind of like slim fit, mm-hmm. like too tight almost, yeah. like not baggy enough. Oh yeah, I'm looking at some red caps right now. Mm-hmm. They do and automotive. You, to get baggy pants, you don't have to get your size of the pants. Yeah, I'm like a thirty. I'm like a 33. I'm wearing 40s right now. Hell yeah. Just wear a belt. <laughs> Don't let your mom tell you otherwise. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> dude, you could fit a 40. That's 40 inches, These bro. Are 40s, dude. You fit your grandpa in those things, know, bro. They're huge. <laughs> that belt is legit, though. Mm-hmm. It's a solid belt. You got to invest yeah. in a good belt. Yeah. Yep. I need, to, I need to rock a real belt. No shoelace with this. Shoelace won't hold them up. I got jeans with a shoelace. So just saying, bro. Um, yeah, I like these stuff. Um, when I think skate pants, I used to rock a bunch of New York, um, pants back in the day because they would give me tons of jeans, blue jeans, kind of like what mm-hmm. I'm rocking. Yeah. And I would jeans. get them bigger than what I had. I'd get like 36, you know, and I'm like mm-hmm. a 32 or something. I'm not, de- I'm not doubling up. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you might put someone else in those pants with you, but, uh, <laughs> I kind of like the way they look though. So I can't really say anything, mm-hmm. you know, like blue, little, blue jeans are good too. Cause you can get yeah. super baggy blue jeans too. I know we blue, had a bunch. Levi's like, makes like super baggy blue jeans. Yeah. And I would always like have these baggy ass jeans that were like an extra layer and would get torn up mm-hmm. for sick. It was a good feeling, you know? Yeah. They last. It feels like it's a layer cause it doesn't, you don't, it's like another layer of skin, you know, jeans mm-hmm. like a little tougher. So. Hell yeah, that was a solid question, my G. Thank you, thank you. Skate pants. I know there was like some pants back in the day people were talking about, like Blind used to do them maybe. Yep. Like Blind World. I want to look those up. Oh yeah, Fucked. F-U-C-T. Yeah, Blind Oh no, no, not Fucked. Blind made like a run of pants called like Fucked Up Pants that were literally just like, they literally like had a run of pants where like the stitches were like crooked. Yeah, and they were like, "Yeah, these we're literally just gonna call them fucked up pants because they're <laughs> fucked up." Perfect. And they like they sold them all like super quick. That's so funny. Yeah, they're doing a reissue. One of the original ones, but Blind used to have a, like an original one. I don't remember it. It was like a little before my time. I got into Blind, but like Ronnie Krieger Blind. Mm-hmm. Not like the earlier one. Man, Ronnie Krieger's sick. So good. So good, dude. Still, too. Tech wizard. Yeah, so good still. You watch all his old stuff? Video yeah. parts? Yeah. 
um, seen his video days part, um, Medicamati part. Oh yeah, hell yeah! He he's, got, yeah he's, got a, he's got a lot of really good blind parts. Yeah, for sure. Should we look him up? I kind of want to. Now that we're there, yeah, here. It. No, we're going back to the storm, my <laughs> friends. We're going back to the storm just for a second. I just want Sean to see some more of this, just to get his. I think this is Daxter. You know what I'm looking for? Damn, Switch Fitty. You see that? Let me find... I want to find Peter Smolik. I don't remember where he was in this video, but... um. Oh, Tyrone. Beast, dude. Look at this. You know what? I stand corrected. The Storm was not only the techest video ever, but it was some of the gnarliest, too. Like, Tyrone is skating some gnarly-ass shit. They skate some big shit in this video. This is Brendan Turner. Oh, yeah, this is Peter Smolik. I can't believe you've never seen this. What the fuck was that, Sean? Switch no slide burial heel. That's what it was. Dude, hard flip front nose shove. What was that one? Switch crook, right? B Turner. Beast. What the fuck was that? Front tail. Front 180 front nose slide shove out. What the fuck, dude? How did you just say that? Was that like nose slide? I don't know. Uh, good question. That looks switch. So goofy. Yeah, Damn. That was switch heel. Switch front side 270 heel flip out. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Nailed it, my friend. There's a lot in this video. You got to watch this, though. All right. We got to go Ronnie Krieger just for a second, just to watch how sick he was. That dude does a lot. His vibe is way different than the Storm, though, right? A little bit. It's baggy, like... Baggy pants flip in and flip out. Yeah, true. But still, should... What's it, What's the part, though? 25 years. Let's do that. That seems pretty good. Oh, yeah. Because it'll be like collage of his skating Ronnie Creamer <laughs> Ronnie Creamer How we going? How we going over here? Oh, this is like old old, right? Do you ever watch four on ones? Yeah. All right, hell yeah. We can still be friends. Yeah, different vibe though. Definitely, damn, Nolly yeah. Trey. But still kind of the baggy pants and like in tech. Damn, look at that buttery ground. That's California for you is those smooth grounds, you know? Schoolyard grounds. Damn, Sean, that was steezy. Is that fakey or Nolly? What the fuck was that? I think that was Nolly. What was that? Was that a front foot? A late pressure flip. That was fucked up. Hold on, can we go back to that? It was right before that. That switch here was steezy. Yeah, he goes nolly hard flip and then like nolly late back flip pressure flip. Jesus. That was switch. Switch flip nose manny. It looked like a fakey manny. That's why I was saying that. What? That was switch trade nose manny? Yeah. This was like the old like world park, wasn't it? Yeah. 
That's crazy. Yeah, Ronnie Krieger is so good. Here, this is going in there. You can get lost in the descriptions if you really want to watch some sick shit. It's going in there. They're, they're... Check the description. There's a lot of very, very good stuff in the description. <laughs> got I'll, I'll read it Documentaries back. on Boston's corrupt roadways. Ronnie yeah. Krieger. Who else? We got Osai. We got The Storm. What else? Yeah. Street unicycling. Tracker trucks. Lynch Family Skate Park. The Big Dig Scandal. Ronnie Krieger, the storm. I put the stormy though. That doesn't. Uh, Ronnie Krieger's part. Zane Timpson. Yep, and Zane Timpson. Yeah, this is that's a good description. Yeah, there's it's gonna be heavy. If you want some content, it's there. That's oh, we already skipped it. All right, Ronnie. Shout out to Ronnie so Krieger. Sick. I wonder if he's still doing his brand too. What was his brand? Um, I want to say Happy, but that might be me. Me blowing it. Happy skateboarding? Is I don't know. But he had a brand for a little bit. That might not be in that. I'll look him up on Instagram and see what he's doing. It's crazy that you can just peek in with people on Instagram, right? You can just like check in whenever. Yeah. Back in the day you have to wait for them to put something out. Now mm-hmm. it's just like they have this constant stream almost. You're like go see like wonder where their last pose is. Ronnie Krieger's laying down doing a board slide <laughs> four days ago. He did a coffin slide, yeah. Anybody done a coffin slide? Look at it. <laughs> that looks fun as hell. <laughs> That's a, it's like a big ass uh red curb that's super wide that you just slide the whole way. That was sick. That's awesome. Ronnie's doing good, my friends. He's out here. What's his company called? Oh, I, I didn't figure it out yet. Let's see. I'll look it up on the on the Google Lord. Lord Google. All hail Lord Google, please feed us the information. Skateboard brand. He used to ride for blind forever, dude. That was like, and then I remember he ended up starting his own company. Running creator products on, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it. Goofy, he's goofy as well, just in case you're wondering. Company owner. Krieger launched a skateboarding accessory brand in 2011, etc. Oh, so he did the, you know those etc. foot sh- insoles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was him. According to the brands, uh, hold on. The company is committed to creating and innovating uh, new products for skateboarding. Uh, As of September 2012, um, they're just talking about the products, etc. Produced the following accessories for the retail market. Primo insoles, ankle stabilizers, lace belt, and the wall ride. Skateboard deck storage device. Krieger explained the idea behind the brand in 2011 interview. It's an accessory line designed to help keep skateboarding skaters on their boards instead of nursing an injury. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it doesn't have his board brand, though. I know he had a board brand. If you're out there, someone let us know because I fucking know he has a board, board brand at one point. I could be completely wrong. That would be hilarious. What are you doing there, bro? Scrolling through my Instagram, checking my it. likes. <laughs> How's it going? Some likes. The waves of likes, boys. Oh, yeah. Um, worst skateboarding related injury. After you, sir. Take us there. I think it was when I 
It was definitely at New England Am. I've had both of my worst injuries at New England Am. Did we describe that on the podcast yet? If I not, don't do think, it. I don't think so. I've had two separate incidents. Describe one and just walk me through the day. Um. <laughs> well, the first, Well, there were two two incidents. Both times I broke my wrist. Double um, up, double up, kid. One time it was in the finals, semifinals. I don't know. It wasn't very. Wasn't very far in. What was the worst out of the two? If you had to pick. Definitely the one in warm-ups. Take me through that day. You woke up, what'd you have? <laughs> I don't remember. Probably, <laughs> probably like a bagel or something, I don't know. Back in it. But we got we we got there, I think we were a little late maybe, because I was like kind of rushing in warm-ups. Yeah. And I remember you went over the mic and said that there was like um, five, you said there was like a short amount of time left and get your last tricks in. Yeah. And I went, I was trying, I was, you know, the big, you know how there's the two quarter pipes with the, the bank to wall? Yeah. 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 I was ollieing from like where the bank to ledge is into that bank for the bank to wall, like across the quarter pipe. Wow. Oh, you're going so, from the bank over the quarter pipe? Yeah, so cool. like so like ollieing across the quarter pipe from the two banks. Yeah, I like that. And there was some dude on like it's like an eight foot quarter pipe. Yeah. And I was only ollieing at like where it's like four feet, like yeah. halfway down it. This dude dropped in while I ollied across. Jesus Christ. So he like his shoulder hit me like in the chest. You really or, I mean his shoulder hit me like in my hips. So he like flipped me over. Not really. So I just fell from like I mean, I, I, I don't even know if I ollied. I think I just tried to, like, jump over him, maybe. My dumb ass, my dumb ass was like, he's, gonna, he's not going to drop in. Like, he sees me. And instead of just stopping, he just dropped in. And it was, I don't remember who it was, but he was, he was just doing Caspers the whole time. That's what he was doing. He was doing, he was doing Caspers. Like, Caspers and, like, Tons of them. And like Primos. Damn. But he got up on the eight foot and dropped in on it, and I got smoked. But, like, he, his shoulder, like, hit me in the hips because I was going, I was jumped up across the quarter so pipe. So he, like, so he flipped me over, and I went, like, face first down onto the concrete. And I just, I didn't hit the wood. I didn't hit like the masonite yeah. or the concrete. I hit the sheet metal on the bottom. <laughs> okay. So I just, I just remember hearing a wig like a cymbal crashing because my head just like hit the fucking, hit the sheet metal. How you doing? And I was, I, I woke up because someone, someone came over to ask me if I was okay and kind of shook me a little. And then they kind of yelled because I like, I broke my nose. Yeah. So I was bleeding out of my nose, and they were just like, "Yo, like he's bleeding a lot." And I woke up. I was like. <laughs> Fuck, that's probably me, and was just like, 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 kind of like car accident. It just like, it just like felt like a warm puddle like under me, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm fucked. Yeah, like rolled over. That was a gnarly experience. I actually, I saw. But you broke your wrist. Yeah, I broke my wrist because I, I like fell straight forward. I like got my hand out. I probably hit my hand first, but I, I smashed my face in there. I fuck fucked my nose up. My my mouth hurt too. I didn't knock any teeth out or anything, but my mouth definitely hurt. And they fucking brought the stretcher. Mm-hmm, yeah, but there. like I was laying on the ground, and Evan came over, and and he wanted to be like, "Oh, dude, dude you're gonna be okay, oh. dude." He grabs my broken wrist <laughs> and like shakes it. I'm like, "Dude, why don't you grab my shoulder or something?" But he just, I I had my eyes shut because I just got knocked out. Yeah. So I have my eyes shut, and I just feel someone grab my wrist and start shaking it, and I just started screaming. And dude, some like um mom i think who was at the at the contest who was a nurse was like waiting for the emts to get there 
and waiting for me. And she like shoved him away. Was like, get away from him. Like, <laughs> and he was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was like, just scroll. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I probably didn't realize yeah, yeah, no idea. He just grabbed my broken wrist and started shaking it. He's like, you're gonna be okay. I'm like, not anymore. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Man. yeah. Oh man. That's so funny. But that not was really. interesting. But yeah. not really. That was painful. Mm-hmm. It was either the year before or two years before I was I would I was doing a late shove across the fun box and I like clipped, fell all the way to flat and like fucked my wrist up. Ooh, that sucks. I was like, damn, that this hurts. But it it wasn't it was it was when the jams were still going. It was a shop jam. Oh nice. Yeah, so those was, got chaotic it was, though. It was me, Evan. And Eli, I want to say, <laughs> or maybe, or no, it was, do you, do you ever meet Rogan Kennedy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rogan's a man. Rogan, he was doing it, and I don't know if I broke my wrist that time, but I skated around a little bit, and I was like, damn, I can't do much, and I was like, I'll just do a tray flip over the hip, and I did it like first try, and was oh, just yeah. like, oh, maybe, maybe, it, my wrist didn't really hurt that time, maybe I'll keep skating. <laughs> Went straight back and tried the late shove again, same thing, hung up, got pitched to flat oh. and dude i fell and just like felt like two swift like snaps in right. my wrist that's a nightmare but like oh, knock man. on wood knock on wood but it happened. yeah that, I, happen. I broke i broke my wrist and was like sitting down i really was just like i sprained my wrist like i sprained my wrist i'm fine and like couldn't keep skating and i like i think i was like all right i'll try something and like literally just like went and moved my arms like that to see if i could like ollie and just it hurt so bad i couldn't skate yeah. and gage was there so gage took my place and skated oh, for that's it. for the I juice team cuz he rode for juice yeah he still does actually i'm pretty sure that's pretty epic though um, he filled in for you yeah he filled in for me it was <laughs> sick we actually i think they placed too i think they got like third or something Damn. I can't I can't remember. It was like the last year that they did the the teams. Yeah. That was that wild. was that was wild though. That was funny. Dude, New England Ams get heavy, man. I know, People dude. That was up. gnarly. It's always epic. But dude. yeah, like to like so I've been I've skaters. been to three New England Ams and two of them I I ended up breaking some form of my body, usually Fuck. my wrist. <laughs> Fuck you, right? Mm-hmm. That happens, bro. And like, dude, it, all, every time I go to Edge too, if I'm like, oh, if I'm like, if I see my mom, I'll be like, oh, like I'm going to Edge. I'll see you later. She'll be like, oh, be careful. I don't want to be getting any nine one one calls or anything. <laughs> okay, because like that happened both. Because like one, one time I didn't have a, I wasn't driving, so and Evan drove me up. Yeah, or his mom drove me up. Maybe we were because I think it was before both of us drove. But, like, he had to stay and skate the finals. Yeah. So I was, like, I needed to call my mom. And I was just, like, Mom, like, uh, I think I broke my wrist. Like, I need you to come pick me up. I can't get a ride back. She's, like, all right. Drove all the way to Taunton, picked me up. And That's we, what moms are for, mm-hmm. though. And we, for, and we bro. stopped at the end. The whole way back, she's, like, do you want to stop at a hospital or something? Or, like, get it checked out? I'm, like, no, no, it's fine. And we finally get back. And we just get home. And she's, like all right, I want to see you make a fist. And I hadn't even tried that yet. And I was just like, all right, like I can make a fist. And dude, I get to like here, I'm just like screaming. Right. She was like, all right, we'll go to the hospital. And sure enough, <laughs> broke both bones in my wrist. Dude, heavy. <laughs> what's the, what, how's that go? I've never broke my arm. Knock on wood. But it's fine. What's the thing? You go to the doctor, they put a cast on it. Yeah. They x-ray mm-hmm. it. And then mm-hmm. just, can yeah, you pick your color? Just an x-ray. I think I got blue. I don't know. How long is it going to stay on for? Um, does it itch as bad as people say? It's, it's not. I've had uh, so I've had 
I've broken my, I, when I was younger, I broke my, like, elbow, like, your radial head, the thing that, like, the little ball in there. Like the band? So I had, like, a full arm cast, like, oh, no, here. No, that no. itch, like a motherfucker. It's called your radio head? Yeah. Because, like, like, this, there's, like, the bone that goes up here is called the radial, and then it's your oh, radial, radial head. Oh, radial. Radial. Yeah. I thought you said radio head, like the band. <laughs> radio head. Radial head. That's a new band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's um, gnarly. It connects there. Yeah, but and- that was, that was a bitch to itch. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's not that bad. You get like a screwdriver or ruler or something, just stick it down there. Does it stink though? You build up gunk. Oh yeah, it there? smells so bad, dude. And like you get it off, dude. Like, dude, when I got this one off, like all my skin was like peeling off. Your dude. whole it arm was so huh? gross. Cause I was dude, when I got this whole arm cast, I was like dude, I was like ten. So I was like still like I had a full arm cast. I was like, Can I still do gym class? Like I was just <laughs> after it. Like I was like, I, I can do anything. Like uh, oh man. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> You're young. You Who cares, young, yeah. dumb, full of cum, bro. Mm-hmm. No idea what's going on. <laughs> That's awesome, though. You survived your broken arm. Yeah, survived a couple of them. I've just, the knee and then, like, rolled ankles. Mm-hmm. Chipped tooth, staples. Yeah, je- yeah, for sure. That was Jim, my ho- that was my homie, too, with the question. Good looks, my G. I was going to say his Instagram name, but it's the homie Luke. JML617s. Luke's the man. Hell of a tray flip. What city, favorite favorite city to skate? I'm going to say Providence. I love skating Providence. It's going to change, but like I spent a lot of time in Providence and the surrounding outskirts of the city too. Just lurking and skating all that stuff. What about you? I like Providence. I really like New York. I like New York a lot. I haven't. I've only been there again two, like two or three times to skate, but I've, I've, I've had a, I've had a lot of fun every time I've been there. Fuck yeah! Mm-hmm. Definitely local. Although favorite city to skate, let me see. Where did we go? We've been tons of places. I went to a bunch of trips. Um... It's not really a city, but I probably could pin it. Like, uh, Portugal was so good. Lisbon, I believe Lisbon. So good, dude. It's overseas. City I skate the most, though? Definitely Providence. Yeah. I love Providence. I like skating it, too, because it's not mm-hmm. like you can get in and out easier. Yeah. In mm-hmm. and out, and Definitely. you can lurk around. There's places to park. There's spots, you know, like. Yeah. It's nice. Um, One of your favorite childhood memories. Let me think. You gotta dig deep. Childhood as a little kid memory. This one's Jacob Jensen, who's just getting over a bat his first like bad rolled ankle. He's I think he's back skating, but I haven't seen him since. But he last time I talked to him he rolled his ankle for the first time like bad, you know, or you fully roll it and you have to take a lot of time off. Um favorite childhood memory. Damn you gotta go way back. All right, this is super, super way back. Just, I used to live in Arizona, and uh, I love Arizona. Got a, when I lived there, there was these storms, monsoons, they come in, and just big lightning storms and crazy storms. They, like, happen real fast, too, sometimes, and just, like, pass, and then dries up completely. But, like, it'll go from completely dry to, like, the craziest storm, like, mm-hmm. so fast. And the lightning in Arizona just lit up the whole sky. It's just, like... It would hit thunder, boom, and then it just like spreads. Like, yeah. and you can just watch it for hours, dude. <laughs> and we used to have misters on the porch, 
So I lived with my dad in Arizona when I was younger. And it would get so hot that in the summer you just put the misters on the porch. So you just sit on the porch and it's just misting on you. It's nice. It's fucking That's sick. sick. It dries up so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but the memory is just my dad like lifting up our backyard fence because we, me and my brother would like lurk under the fence and go like go down in ditches and shit and just mm-hmm. like look for fucking scorpions and whatever and just like go check it out, you know. My dad would lift over the lift the fence, the bottom of the fence, so we could climb under and just go lurk down there. <laughs> and that's like a random childhood memory. But I just remember because it it's sick, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a rad dad, you know. Just backing it. One that popped into my head was not my first kickflip, but my first heel flip. Because I, n- oh. I didn't do a kickflip first. My first flip trick was a heel flip. Nice. And like for so- I had like learned how to ollie, and I just like got bored with an ollie. And I was just like sitting in my garage like, I wonder what else I can do. I think I did a shove it too. But I was like, I'm going to try to do like a kickflip. Kickflip didn't work. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll try to do like a, va- I think I wanted to do a varial flip and just like the way I kicked my foot, like perfectly flipped a heel flip. You're like, oh shit. So I was just like, I'm just going to keep trying to do a varial flip. And it just like did a heel flip. And I got so excited. And my neighbor who also skated, I like ran over that. I like saw his car drive by. I was like, oh, he's home. Like ran over there. And I was like, dude, I just learned how to heel flip. Like <laughs> I just learned how to, like I can flip my skateboard. And just tried for like thirty minutes. Never did one. I'll like, be your neighbor. I was like, dude, this yeah, is bugging didn't, you. Didn't didn't do one. He was just like, dude, you're lying. Like you never did one. <laughs> like I was flipping it, but I never landed it. He's like, you didn't do one. Damn, dude. Never did one again. I learned. I think I learned to kickflip like like not recent or yeah recent. I learned how to kickflip recently. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, no, I, I learned how to kickflip like shortly after, but it was literally because my neighbor who I went to tell was like. Learned how to kickflip and same shit was like flipping a kickflip. I was like, I don't know if he learned that kickflip or not. <laughs> but I, bullshit. Yeah, but I went, but I went home and was like, I have to learn how to fucking kickflip right now. And just like learned how to kickflip. <laughs> You're such a jock, bro. <laughs> you, you learned a heel flip, landed it. No one saw it. You tried to show someone, didn't happen. Mm-mm. <laughs> Perfect. Friend did the same thing. Yeah, and then in reverse. I was literally thinking that I was like. He definitely landed one, but he's doing the same thing I did, so I'm just going to call him out again. <laughs> I was like, dude, I don't think you did one. I do, do one in front of me. I didn't see it. That's a good childhood memory. <laughs> Damn, now it makes me want to think of more. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Childhood memory, dude. One time I got freaked out as a little kid. Um, I probably talked about this on the podcast before, but um, I was living in New Hampshire for sure. And I was going through the attic, and I this like I found this thing, and it just looked like it was a big round circle thing up in the attic, and uh, it looked like a landmine. Like I'm a little kid, I was young. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like yesterday, but it looked like it had like a top that had like sand on it. It just looked like strange, and it started beeping, dude. And I'm like, what the fuck is this thing? And it's pretty big, and I like take it down, and it's like beeping, won't stop. I'm trying to figure it out. I go down stairs because i was up in the attic came down the stairs and my mom is there and there's a bunch of chicks in the living room chicks i don't know like my sister's friends you know and uh i was a little kid and i was kind of on edge like already just had like weird issues and i'm like what the fuck is this and my mom's like she's like looked at me dead in the face and just was like it's a bomb (laughs) and like i was like took her dead serious dude i literally ran through the living room yelling 
get out, get out. <laughs> and I yell in front of all these chicks, out the thing, and I throw it out into the ice, ice, because it was getting cold. And I just threw this fucking thing out into the lake and fucking didn't go out far enough. So I ran out again and tried to get it out further. I come back in, I'm shaking and crying, literally freaking out, because I'm like, and, my, and they're all, like, my mom's laughing, dying hysterically, oh dude. And I'm like an emotional wreck, really thought we were going to die, found this thing, threw it out into the ice. This is when we were living with uh, my mom, like, was, like, dating or hanging out with this dude, Ronnie, and we stayed with him. And he had a house on a lake, and I would fish. And, uh, yeah, that and that was, like, not one of my favorite childhood memories, but definitely a strange one. <laughs> And it was just because, like, life was so hectic at that time uh, that I, like, didn't know what to believe. Mm-hmm. And my mom had a crazy sense of humor, uh-huh. but, like, caught me on the wrong day probably. Yep. Fucking blew my mind, dude. Mm-hmm. All those chicks, everybody saw me act like a, like a fucking crazy person. <laughs> Weird story. How, old were, how old were you at the time? I want to say I was, like, oh God, I was in New Hampshire. It had to have been when I just started skating, right? A little bit after. My memories and time frame are so off. I could have been older, though. Shit fucked with me a lot as a little kid just because, like, my father got, like, shot and stuff. So I was kind of paranoid and weirded out for a long time. He's, like, in a motorcycle gang. And then, like, you're, like, right when I found skateboarding, that's when I got, we got a call. And, like, they were, like, your father got shot and killed. Like, he didn't die, but he was paralyzed. That's what it was. Paralyzed from the neck down. And uh, I remember it. it was fucked up, Sean. My mom... My mom was so messed up all the time. She'd like have moments of like together and then long moments of not together, you know what I mean? Where she'd disappear and shit. She was fucked up. Uh, people go through this shit, not just me. I don't want any sympathy. I'm just saying what it is. But uh, yeah, so like my mom, the way she handled it was me, my brother, and my sister. My mom was probably really fucking high on, on some drugs and she, she like called the cops, had them come to our house. She had the cops, like, come and tell us. So, like, I remember waking up. Maybe my memory is false. But as I can remember, I remember waking up because there was, like, cop lights. Light turned on. Cops come in. And then she told us that my father was shot. Like, it was big fucking ordeal, basically. And then we just, like, fell out. I just, like, everyone falls apart. Not everyone, but my family tends to have moments where the bottom's the bottom, you know? And mm-hmm. things fall apart. And, like, there's a lot of drama in it. Uh, and it was like one of those things and that just like fucked me up because I was like, damn, it went from like sleeping to like world changing, you know? Yeah. It was crazy. Even before that, I had moments like that because I was living with my mom even before that. And my dad would show up and he kidnapped us twice. My dad literally kidnapped me and my sister and brother twice. They just took us. One time he took us from Massachusetts all the way to Arizona. Like just took us. Drove you? Yeah. If I remember. Yeah. Just took us from my mom. Because my mom was a mess and my dad knew it. My dad was like a motor- in motorcycle gang and stuff. But like when he when he took care of me as a little kid, he was like a great father. Yeah. He didn't have remember, any violence. I remember you saying, you saying about that. He, yeah. he was in that gang to support himself and you guys. Are, yeah, he, yeah, that was like a life he was trying to leave, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, and he had kids and three kids. And my mom was still like running wild. I think my mom just had like some drug substance abuse and like um bad habits so she would just like things would hit the floor and then she'd fall apart again you know Mm -hmm. like she just like 
I don't even know how we got on this, but, <laughs> but, uh, childhood memories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a lot of gnarly childhood memories if I'm not going to, if I'm going to be honest, but like I had more good than bad, you know, but I have some like ones that I'm like, how the fuck like, can we, you know, I'm trying to rely on them too. Cause it's been so long ago and it like might be me exaggerating them, but I don't think so. Like sometimes I was like, these are some lows, you know, like, God damn, you know, my mom like trying to get it together. I loved her very much and she loved me. So like, you know, that's awesome. Yeah, all you, know? you need. But, uh, yeah, exactly. And she, uh, but yeah, my dad was like kidnapped us twice just cause I think the courts, I don't really remember cause I have to fill in the gaps myself, but like, I think the courts wouldn't cause he was in a gang. Yeah. So my mom would like <clears throat> use that against them, you know? Mm-hmm. And she, but she was like a drug addict, you know, yeah. who like couldn't keep a place. Like I moved so many times growing up. Like I can't even tell you how many times I moved. Jesus. Yeah, it's insane. I don't even like, there's just like memories that are like shattered basically that you just try to piece together. Because there's just things that fuck you up, you know, like losing your dad at 12, like yeah, fuck me Jesus, up. Dude. It's hard to like piece it together, you know. But I worked through it, you know. Shit's heavy. People yeah, deal. Definitely. So everyone deals with death at the end of their life, you know. Mm-hmm. Like we all have to deal with that shit, and like people deal with it at all spectrums, and it's always heavy, no matter whatever age or whoever you are. It's like just tough, you know. Especially if it's someone super close to you. All right, childhood memories done, bro. You ever lost someone like close to you? Not, not very close, no. The longer you live, the more it increases that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm... <laughs> that's fucked up to laugh at, kind of yeah. dark, but... <laughs> pretty dark. That is pretty dark. <laughs> but you, not that you get used to it, but, like, you got to think of it like this. Like, no one gets out alive, so, like, if you get to be, like, super old, you're going to lose a lot of people, but you get to live that long, Yeah, too. exactly. You get a mm-hmm. lot of experience and, like, mm-hmm. life and, like, you know? So it's one of those things. Yeah. Paradox. <laughs> Yeah, J- Jacob, thanks for that one. I like talking about shit. It's kind of hard to talk about just because, like, it makes me want to cry thinking about shit sometimes, you know? But, yeah. like, and you don't always want to talk about that shit, but sometimes you just need to talk about it so you let it out. Yeah, sometimes you got to get it out. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it weighs heavy. Mm-hmm. There's things in life that weigh heavy, and it's, like, hard to, like, always do it, you know? Have yeah. the conversation or to bring it up. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just avoid shit because you don't even realize you're doing it subconsciously yeah. you just mm-hmm. avoid the hard things that yeah. you don't you know mm. random thoughts of the day right there mm. as we drink our cores <laughs> so, <no. laughs> i'm always super careful with substances though mm-hmm. i've seen too many people fall prey to being a drunk or like a drug addict that it's like sucks yeah i'll like take breaks from everything even weed at times i'll just try to take a break occasionally Cause it's like you get lost in things, you know. Mm-hmm. Even coffee, that's why I stopped drinking coffee. I haven't had coffee. I've had some caffeine, but like I, it's not every day. But like I just totally stopped drinking coffee somehow. Yeah, I kind of want to drink it again though. Never got on that. Would you judge me if I just had a hot coffee right now? Hell no. I've seen, like, it, I've seen Evan shit. drink coffee at fucking nine o'clock at night. That's so gnarly. Mm-hmm. He's not planning on going to bed, or is he one of those people that's like, I can drink it and just fall asleep, bro? He is. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the latter. Yep. Good for him, bro. Coffee super, gets super, me fucking superpowers. hot. Even when I drink it every day, it still gets me hot. It mm-hmm. works, for sure. You like coffee? 
You don't drink coffee? I've never drank an entire cup of coffee. I've had a few Holy sips, shit. never drank a whole cup of coffee. <laughs> Your mission tonight is to drink a whole cup of coffee and watch the storm, bro. And oh, then call man, me dude. so high. Call me so high. I'll call I'll call you tomorrow morning, like <laughs> six o'clock. Be like, dude, I've watched the storm like three times. <laughs> like, <you're sorry. laughs> I know every trick, dude. <laughs> you are for sure. Like, do you want me to tell you every trick in the video backwards? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Sean. That coffee hit you hard. You got some Dunkins, bro. Tell me about the big dig, too. <laughs> He's like, I watched the documentary. Fucking this, this, that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right, here's a big good one. Dig. Here's a lighthearted one. We'll pull away from the darkness. There's a lot of darkness out there, but sometimes it's still good to talk about it. Can't dwell on it, though. There was a point in my life where I'm sure a lot of people hit this point where you decide, or at least for me, I decided to, like, not dwell in the darkness anymore. Like, mm-hmm. it is so easy to be pessimistic. There's so many things. And, like, there was a decision where I was like, I'm going to focus on more positive things. Mm-hmm. Like, and not try to literally... I used to, like, I stopped listening to shit because it would be so negative at times. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just getting pulled into these this shit. The emotions mm-hmm. and the feelings and memories and all yeah. that shit. And then I was like, I'm going to aim at these things, you know? I don't know. Maybe that's a part of growing in life yeah, in general, definitely. right? Like, people do that. 100%. Yeah. But I remember that, like, an actual choice I made, you know? And it's not, that might not be good advice because sometimes you got to be angry and pissed mm-hmm. off and sad, you know? But, like, there yeah, was a moment it's a, it's in my all, life. It's, it's all energy. It's just how you use it. Yeah, exactly. But there was a moment where I was like, this isn't sustainable. Mm-hmm. This energy, like, the way I'm driving, getting the energy and uh, inspiration is mm-hmm. from something so heavy like that. It's like, it's not the best. It can't yeah. last, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you got to do something more sustainable and yeah. it can last and mm-hmm. manage more, you know? Because yeah. there's lows and highs to the, the your energy or your thoughts and your feelings and your your whole thing, you know? It's intense, man. All right, this one's more lighthearted. And this one's from Jensen, too, which I just want to say, thank you, my G. Choo-choo. He says, flame boy or wet willy? If you have to pick. Take it serious, bro. You had oh. to be one. I used to. I used to back Wet Willie hard. You were more I, Wet yeah, Willie back then. I used to just kind of be like, "Damn, he's why is why is Flame Boy picking on him so hard?" But yeah. Flame Boy just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Flame Boy's just like out, <laughs> out, out to get it. Like, he doesn't care. Yeah, he's on a mission. So I'm, sure. I'm, I'm more Team Flame Boy now. <laughs> definitely more, definitely more on nice. for Flame Boy. Nice. Well, then I'm going Willie. Then I'm going with Willie. Yeah, fuck mm-hmm. you. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, always picking on the good guy, dude? What the fuck's your problem, bro? I don't know, dude. Fuck what Willie. <laughs> He's a little bitch. <laughs> and then there's the devil. You still got the option <laughs> yeah, of the devil, the devil too. Man. You can just like whisper on mm-hmm. both sides, like you know what? Fuck you too, bro. <laughs> and just pull the strings. I've definitely been both Wet Willie and Flame Boy mm-hmm. at different times in my life. Hundred sure. percent. A little teardrop. Choo-choo. <laughs> choo-choo choo-choo toughen up wet willy is all in his feelings mm-hmm. should we do a wet willy's got emotional issues those are some of my my like favorite graphics though when when <laughs> wet willy was just fucking flamboy up yeah he gets his day yeah, he gets it back it happens bro that's mm-hmm. what i'm saying watch your back kid. yeah watch, your back, watch it <laughs> shout out good question right there um okay here's advice this one's for you, man. Uh, Ethan, he wants to know... We'll take turns. Ways to push yourself when skating alone. <laughs> ways to push yourself when skating alone. 
you go first on this one. Give advice to yourself right now if you're skating alone. You're trying to get hyped. You're trying to get juice to get a session by yourself. I don't know, dude. I feel like I just I all have like different moods when I'm skating. Like sometimes I'll sometimes I'll be skating with a group of people and it's just like, I don't know. I don't I don't really want to skate. I'm just not like hyped to skate, but then other times I'm skating with a group of people where it's like they'll just get you wicked hyped to skate. Maybe they'll like say something. They'll be like, they'll see you do a trick and just be like, oh, maybe you should do this out of it. I've had that happen a lot recently where someone suggested a trick and I've literally been like, fuck no, I can't do that. And they're like, try it. You ever tried it? Like, well, no, I guess I'll try it. And then it's just worked out. That's happened a lot to me recently. That's epic to be able to Mm -hmm. say that. Yeah. Very, That backfires though too. I've mm -hmm. I've, I've been the dude who's like suggested something and Mm -hmm. just like didn't work out. Oh yeah. Beautiful when it does. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's that's something that doesn't happen to me a lot. I'm one never apt to try tricks someone suggests to me like randomly. Just because, yeah, just like, because I'm on, like, come on, yeah. But like, you do it, yeah. <laughs> like recently, I've just been like, eh, fuck it, I'll try it. Yeah, it's worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, by yourself, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, usually when I'm skating by myself, I like already have like a. I'm skating by myself for a reason. Yeah, I want to. I don't know. I back it. I mm-hmm. agree with you. Um, I'm definitely, I'm definitely like more motivated to skate when I'm skating by myself. Really, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, when well, you're by like, yourself. Mm, maybe, maybe it's like you're more focused on a mission, <coughs> a mission because you don't have all the variants. Yeah, it's just like I'm coming mm-hmm. to skate this. Yeah, you know, or mm-hmm. do this. Yeah, know? yeah. I have, I have like a, I don't know. I have a, I have a vision in mind or something. Yeah. I have some, something I'm gonna work towards. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that feeling. Yeah, I like skating alone sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah, there's, it's there's, for that. Yeah, just just because there's less distractions. Yeah, that's usually when. But like I don't know, I I I feel like I progress more when there's like when there's someone being like, try this, do this out of that. Yeah, it's like oh maybe I should. Or someone's just ripping too. Yeah. Like, I or yeah, where you're like, oh yeah, I gotta I gotta rip too. I gotta back them up. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's always sick when one of your homies lands a sick trick. And, and it you're keeps like, oh, flowing. Fuck, yeah, you're yeah. just like, fuck, now I gotta land it. That's the best mm-hmm. when you film those. When it's like, bang, he landed, oh, he landed, and there's like five other pop off. You're like, how the fuck? Or like someone strings lines together and just keeps going. You're like, what the fuck is going on right now? Mm-hmm. We've struck the lottery, boys. <laughs> Hell yeah. That was a good one. I'd say music, too. Because we were talking music earlier. Like, that's when yeah, I would back music. Music will get me gassed up. Yeah. I don't know about the headphones. I might need the big headphones just because it's... I hate having the little earbuds in because mm-hmm. I have little fucking sensitive ears, apparently. <laughs> little softies. No, I just, like... They always fall out and shit. I just got, yeah. like... Don't know. So I'd rather go over them. Plus, it's, like, all the way over is nice, too, so... But music, get that right song, dude. And just fucking rip for hours. Maybe land and stuff. Okay. Moving right along, my friends. How are we? What are we doing here? Oh, we got time. We're only at the two hour. We got two hours. I did three with Evan the other day. Jeez. We covered a lot of stuff, though. Yeah. The descriptions are heavy, right, Sean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we they are. Very that. heavy. Dude, big dig. I can't wait to get into that the now. big dig. Did you hear how much fucking shit happened with that? That thing was that just... That was a lot. Fuck, that was cursed, but they pulled it off. <laughs> All right, here's a good one. Yo, shout out to Mason, Ruffs on Skateboards. Ooh, the homie. Yeah, he writes, if it was a zombie apocalypse, and this is perfect because we're almost towards Halloween, right? Do we, is Halloween happening? Are we happening? 
Are people doing it? Mm-hmm. So like what it. they're doing in Rhode Island is you can't hand candy out. You got to like leave a bucket out. Probably better. Probably better anyways. Mm-hmm. I know. You can I'm still doing. come to the door and like peep out and see the costume. Oh, right? yeah. Just like don't mm-hmm. pass the candy. Yeah. Because I was asking my, my mom loves handing out candy to trick-or-treaters. Oh, she you're was right. Like, you're right. She was, she was like a teacher in the districts. Yeah. So she'll like see all her, her well, she used to love doing that. She'd see all her like, because she was like a no, you're right. for like younger kids. You're so totally she'd see right. all the younger kids. I was like, so what are you going to do for Halloween this year? She's like, I can't hang candy out, so I got to leave a bowl out. But I'm just going to sit out next to the bowl and make sure no one steals all the candy. I was yeah. like, hmm, that's true. Just put a costume on and hang yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. There's hang only out. like a few hours where it's like. They're they're out there. Yeah, exactly. As long as it's nice out, you're chilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think, didn't really I think, think you of have that to wear. A, I think you have to wear a mask though when you go out. You pick a costume that works. Be a surgeon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or just get like get a werewolf on. mask, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's a mask. Mm-hmm. You got true. Yeah, technicality, true. right? Yeah, technicality. That is a mask. Yeah, mm-hmm. Put, face face covering, cloth face covering. And they don't know if you have the fucking K nine N nine face mask. Can't see it under there. Yeah, you might have one of those fancy ones on. I didn't really think about that, about the hype of actually just... It's kind of the, one of the sickest parts. Yeah. I walk my niece uh, every year, and we go up, and they come out and give the candy most of the time. And mm-hmm. it's cool just having that interaction for a little kid, you know? Yeah, definitely. Like, learning how to say please or, or say thank you after they get it, or mm-hmm. just, like, happy Halloween. Like, yep. it's kind of cool to see the hype. And mm-hmm. then if your mom's doing that, it's cool to come from that angle, too, where you're just, yeah. like, getting to see the little kids and interact, you know? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you can still do that, I guess, if you don't hand it out. Yeah. Just like, hey, there's a bowl, you know? But I don't know. It's still weird because it's like you put the bowl out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> Maybe no, sanitize you, it. <laughs> no, you know, the thing is when you put the bowl out there, the first person that comes by takes all the, the whole candy. thing. Yeah, yeah. Take the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Because why wouldn't you? There's always a dick out there, mm-hmm. you know? No matter if it's a five-year-old dick, there's a five-year-old dick out there mm-hmm. stealing the whole fucking bowl of candy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, I've seen because I live. I used to live in like a like a residential like neighborhood kind of thing. Hell like yeah. pe- people would literally like come to my neighborhood to trick or treat. I know it was, those. It was like it was just like a big circle. You literally walk around the circle and you hit a lot of all houses, the houses, a lot of lights back. Yeah, you could like yeah. park over there, back in it. But um, there would literally be parents who would like they'd see the empty bowl and, and tell their kid to like go up and grab all the candy. It's like are you fucking you teaching Dude. your kid to be a little scumbag, you little bastard. <laughs> What, you raising a little trunk? Yeah, you're raising a little <laughs> shit. <laughs> He's like, it's all mine. It's all mine. <laughs> it is all mine. I win. <laughs> um. Okay, so back to the question, though. If it was a zombie apocalypse and you had to survive with one person on the All I Need team, who would you pick? Probably Billy. Billy or Jeff. I feel like they've got some good survival skills. Yeah. Jeff mm-hmm. could kill something for yeah, sure. Jeff yeah, Jeff could definitely definitely handle <laughs> He attacked his me shit. at Robstock one year. I thought <laughs> he was gonna kill me, bro. Glassy eyed, just Uncle Jeffy coming at me sideways, bro. Oh, was that the year with the rain? Must have been. I've been like I think I remember lot. you saying about that. Dude, it was that intense. you were saying Jeff got Jeff got pretty intense in the he year was with blacked the rain. Out. Yeah. He was blacked out and he was saying he hated me. I hate you and he was trying to like choke me out, dude. I thought I was gonna die. I think he had his headlamp on him. He's like choking me out. And I was like, he was fucked up and I wasn't quite there yet, you know, because I was like just trying to make sure everyone's good. And uh I was just holding him down though. Dude, I had a great time with Jeff at Robstock. Yeah. We were up till like fucking, oh man, we were up till like four in the morning. It was for a, for a, 
multiple occasions there it was just me and jeff just like walking around for an hour not even like He's saying a legend. It, not even saying anything to each other just like watching and then like <laughs> looking at each other to see each other's reactions and then just going back to watching whatever happened <laughs> like watching chicks wrestle in the mud we'd just be Perfect. like <laughs> like so just true. just to make sure that we were seeing what we were like what the other like, person you're was here seeing. too yeah we're like yeah. You're, like this is happening right okay cool <laughs> Yeah, Jeff's Jeff's a legend. He mm-hmm. can hang. He yeah, can definitely. Hang. He's seen it all, mm-hmm. or at least he pretends like he's seen <laughs> it all. He looks comfortable in it, yeah, <laughs> to say the least. He's comfortable in it, definitely. I've had some good Rob Sock experience with Jeff, but that was the one that stuck the good because <laughs> I was like, he tried to choke me up. He was so drunk, I just held him down at one point. I'm like, Jeff, you, what is your problem? You know, <laughs> I think he was just letting out some steam, and I just happened to be the guy. You know, like could have been anybody. <laughs> He made up sense. He was like, yeah, sorry, man. It's so ridiculous, though. Oh, Hefe. Yeah, I love Hefe. Jeff's my longest running friend, I'm pretty sure. Him and Mike Hathaway. Still, like, just known him since I was little. They've mm-hmm. seen, like, me skate every skate park and stupid trend and fucking dumb trick I tried. <laughs> seen it all. <laughs> Shout out Big Mike. Yeah. Yeah, Hathaway. Choo, 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 choo. I think he's saying down in Florida, St. Petersburg, I believe, still. Yeah. Hangs out with fucking uh, The Block, uh, Mike Peterson, legendary ripper. Used to ride for World, actually. Oh, hell Mike yeah. Peterson rode for him for a little bit. Um, all right, this one's from Ryan Orlando. He says, top three shoe brand skate videos of all time. So, skate video, but from a shoe brand. Manicomati. I was going to say Manicomati, too. <clears throat> That's in there, for sure. Fully flared. Oh, yeah, double up. Mm-hmm. Fully flared, Minic Mahdi. What other ones were there? There was a sheep video back in the day. It was pretty legendary. That was like, sheep. yeah. Do you remember sheep? Ed Templeton used to ride for them. No. I think it was like a branch of America. Let me see if I can look that up real quick. I think it, it might have been Ed Templeton's like footwear brand. Or maybe he just worked, skated for him. Sheep shoes. Yeah, dude. I had a pair of sheep shoes. I want to say they were those ones right there, dude. The green suede, dude. That's why I wanted them. I'm going to look at those. It's been a long time. Come on. Get bigger. Oh, damn. Yeah, it was Ed Templeton's shoe. Oh, the text, the text is white. I can't read it. How do you... Oh, there we go. Sheep, show, sheep shoes are the most comfortable skate shoes. Uh, we at oh, this is just something I don't need to read that. It's old. Yeah, dude, cheap skate shoes. Let me see. Let's see if I can find something to read about it. These are all images. Let's go. Let's. There we go. It's Friday, bro. Flashback. Sheep shoes. Oh, monster children. Yeah, hell yeah. Throw that in there. They usually have some informative stuff. Let's see. Damn, Ed Templeton's so good. Brian Anderson, yeah, dude, that makes sense. Sheep used Brian Anderson used to ride for him. That makes perfect sense. Many of you whippersnappers probably can't even recall a time before you could pull a piece of metal out of your pocket to ask. Did I read that right? Yeah, who to sleep with? Oh my god. Let alone a time when sheep shoes existed. It was around in 96-97 under the Soltec umbrella with Etnies. There we go. That's what it was. 
with an all-star cast of characters, many of whom would continue to be some of the most successful dudes in skateboarding. Here is Life of Leisure. Yeah, Life of Leisure was their video. And Mike Manzuri. Hell yeah, this is so good. Ahead of its time in use of found footage, pole jams, and the skating of rocks. It was filmed by Mike Manzori, featuring him as well as Brian Anderson, Rick McCrank, Frank Harada. Dude, all those guys are so good. Doing a 180 fakie Smith. Matt Field doing two fakie sex chains. Charlie Wilkins. Hell yeah, making Boston look awesome. Fuck yeah. Charlie Wilkins legend. Ed Templeton with curtains and the ever-lanky Philadelphian unsung greatness of Serge Chernowski firecracker and, and hill bombing yeah dude so good sheep video but the shoes were sick i had that was like one of the first pairs i think i bought them from ccs mm-hmm. sheep shoes damn i haven't thought about sheep shoes in a long time what was your first pair of skate shoes do you remember world really it was yep. world ones? i got a pair of world shoes at um olympia sports damn they were like they were black with like a red sole i think and they had like um they had like a skull with like hands, like making a W. Yeah, I know the shoe. Mm-hmm. I think it's still there. I think it's called yeah. the Bones. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm gonna look it up. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I think we still make a version yeah. of that. I think I was. I th- I'm. That's why I think I saw it recently. I was like, damn, they still make this shoe, huh? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it's got like um, the skeletons, and they're doing like gang signs. Oh, yeah. Yep. They're making the W's. The W's, West yeah. Westside. Two, two, two. Looks like a pretty West good shoe, side. though. Looks like a pretty good shoe. Yeah, good soul. super, super chunky. Suede. Yeah, nice and chunky. Sick. I'm trying to think what I got after that. I'm pretty sure I had that for a while. Oh, after that, I had a pair of um, Dunks. Oh, damn. I've never skated Dunks. They weren't They weren't like the real Dunks. You ever hear of Nike 6.0? Yeah, I've heard it of was, it. I think it was like a BMX brand. Yeah. But, like, they sold them at, like, Bob's. That's why I got them. They had, like, a pair of... They were, like, per- white and purple dunks. Yeah. And I was like, I need to have those. And but it was, so it, was, it was... Yeah, it was a good skate shoe, though. Lasted a while. Not as long as that one, though. That one lasted me forever. Link is in the description. <laughs> oh, dude, I put a link in, and I don't even know what it is, too. I have to figure that one out. I'm getting Link crazy over here. <laughs> All right, thanks for the question, Ryan. Wait, did we answer that? Did we get all the shoe brand videos? So Sheep, Minikmati, and Fully Flared? Yep. That's a good three. Yeah, definitely. The Storm. We're throwing the Storm up there, too, because it's for the Oh, Osiris. yeah, Osiris. Yeah, the yep, storm. Osiris, the Storm. Damn, we almost slipped right there. Yeah, bro. damn, shoe companies do make a lot of good videos. Yeah, man. I was America, like, every American yeah. video is crushing Stay gold, it. green. Yeah, stay all gold. All those are super good. Yeah. Um, and he's had team videos in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Vans make some videos, but I feel like they're not like videos. It's only like, I feel like the last, there was like, actually no, Propeller. Oh or yeah. whatever. It's it was been like, a little while though. Yeah, How it's long? been a while. It's been a while since mm-hmm. now. It's crazy to think. No, Vans does make some videos. I feel like they're always, people are making short edits now. Like yeah. that, that video is like Kyle Walker, Chima, and... Um, Somebody else. Somebody else. I can't remember. But he rides for vans. <laughs> yep. Yeah, some some other guy that rides for vans. <laughs> Spinning away, that's what it is. What dude? F- who else skates in that? Was it Chris Fanner? Oh, so good, maybe. I don't know. I Shit. can't I can't remember. We got some breaking news too, is uh Lizard King no longer on uh Death Wish, right? Oh yeah, yep. Where'd they see that? Was that on his Instagram? 
Mm-hmm. I think you did post something about it. Should we look? Should we look at it? Is he still going by Lizard or is he going? Oh, yeah, he is. Lizard's the man, by the way. Hell yeah, two hundred two hundred eighty six K too. Shout out Liz, crushing it with the numbers. Pro skateboarder. He's got a cameo. That's fucking so good. Do we put Lizard's cameo in the descriptions? We do. We fucking do. Big Biz Liz. Yeah, definitely. He has a cameo, dude. That's amazing. It just says the name. It's just at Lizard King. Cameo.com forward slash Lizard King. Perfect. <laughs> All right, I'll read his uh his goodbye to Death Wish right now. I wish we had music right now. Should we put something on just while I read? Yeah, for something sure. in the background. What do you want? Something smooth? It's a goodbye. It's a goodbye song. So like do we is there any like heavy goodbye songs out there we could play? Instrumental maybe? Goodbye so, instrumental. What's like a good Celine Dion? Celine she's got like heart will go on. That's pretty good, right? We'll do instrumental. I'll play it a little bit. While I read. I don't know if you can hear that, but as I write this, my brain is flooded with so <laughs> this is so good with so many me- amazing memories. It's hard not to smile and cry at the same time. This company has meant the world to me for a long time, but I've learned that in life, if you feel you need to change something, even if it's scary, you have to do what feels right for you. With that being said, that time has come for me. I will. <laughs> Lizard, so good. This is perfect. I will always love Deathwish and what it has done for me and the friends it has brought into my life. To all of you that have supported me over this wild and crazy time, it means the world to me. Thank you, Ellington, Greco, and Reynolds for all your support over the years. I love you guys so much. For this, uh, Stoked for this next chapter in my life. This shit ain't even close to being over yet. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Shout out Lizard Shout King. Shout out Big Biz Liz. <laughs> Dude, I met Lizard multiple times. I've seen him many times and hung out with him, and he is the coolest dude ever. Such a ledge. Like a very authentic human, you know? Like, there's no one like Lizard. He's mm-hmm. definitely his own creature. Oh, 100%. You know? Shout out to Big Liz. I'm glad that there's good things to come, too. So legendary. And dude, you had a hell of a run, hell of a run with Death Wish, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, crushing it, bro. That's fucking sick. He's got his vest with the Utah Death Wish Utah. All right, that was breaking news because I just found out about that today. I wonder how old that post was. I'm probably so behind. Can't keep up with shit, you know. You try. And there's just too much stuff nowadays. Dude, one day ago, that is breaking news. Skate news. All right, moving on, moving on. This is from Over 30 and Still Skateboarding. How about skateboarding and longevity? Why it is important to protect your feet? Quality shoes and insoles. Too many of my friends can't skate anymore because they didn't (coughs) 
they didn't protect their feet because they wanted board feel, and now their feet and knees are trashed. I mean, I could talk about knee issues for sure, but it wasn't for my shoes. Mm-hmm. I was just from like jumping too big of a stairs. Like yeah. I wasn't like I was going beyond what I should have been doing, trying to kickflip like some stairs. How's your shoes looking? You got puffy shoes yeah, on. Yeah, I got big puffy shoes on, but I will say I did sacrifice board feel for that. But I kind of like them. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind not having a lot of board feel. But yeah, people. I will say I've actually heard about a lot of pros like wearing shoes just with no insoles. Um, what? Like Trevor Colden. He does no like insoles? big, yeah, no insoles. He That's... does like big shit too, and he rides for Fallen, which like Fallen doesn't make thick shoes. No, They're, it's a pretty, it's a pretty thin shoe. So like, you gotta be landed on your board a lot, or but just, no insoles. Yeah, or just not having, not being okay with not having feet by the time you're thirty. Yeah, that's. I mean, I imagine I'd just be destroyed if you're yeah. jumping down stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, then you've got people like Jaws, who like, I mean, he just. <laughs> I mean, he could have, like, mattresses attached to his feet, and I'm sure he'd still not be able to walk by the time he's 40. I feel like he's a freak anomaly. Like, there's always that one dude that can just do things humans can't do, mm-hmm. and he's that He's dude. the exception, yep. But I feel like there's probably some gnarly stories, but he's just, like, still, the amount of times that that dude's ollied big things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Think that, about that, it. Dude, it's so crazy. He's, like, either the, like, he must roll the dice all the time, because mm-hmm. some of those things, I'm like, holy shit like yeah how did he just have mm-hmm. a whole part of doing like 12 foot drops mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying Dude, that's cooked like that's probably he probably has a whole part and has more big drops under his belt than i've ever even attempted in yeah. a whole skate thing he probably has it in one part one part that must be tough though your thing is big drops i mean it's like all right you got to come out with another part time to go jump off like here we go time to go jump down 800 more stairs yeah <laughs> in a year yeah in <laughs> But he seems like the anomaly. Yeah, I wonder. He's if, cool with that. He's like, "Fuck it, all right." I wonder if he can skate flat ground, like how his flat ground game is. I remember, I when I first started watching him, I used to always really like watching a line of him. He did a crook on a ledge, and it was like a really small like picnic table, like yeah. on like the side part. But it was like, it took a lot. It looked like it took more effort for him to do the crook <laughs> than it did to like ollie the eighteen stair that like that was after it. I was yeah. like. Jeez, dude. That makes sense. That's gnarly. That makes sense, though. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes sense. Uh, it's not going to have it. I tried typing it in. Just Jaws. Maybe I should write Jaws skates flat ground. Is there a video? Jaws, please make a video. Because there's a video of you, Ollie, in the 25, Leon 25. Please make a f- game of skate. That's what I should search, right? Dude, but he's the anomaly for sure. Jaws game of skate. Maybe we can find that. Dude, he does have a game right here. Oh no, metal ramp. That's Jason right. Park. Wait, what's that? It says metal ramp game of skate. Oh, so it's like on a ramp? Game of skate. Phoenix Am two thousand six. Champ Nick Florini had a game of skate in the garage. Loser had the shotgun. I lost per usual. I don't think. That's perfect. <laughs> this is perfect. Oh, here's this guy. He invented the one wheel. They heard us talking about it. God damn it. That's because it's always on here. It's probably because I talked about it once and they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. advertise at him with that. He likes it. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, that's fucking the worst. Yeah, skip them. The loser has to shotgun a beer. And they're doing rock, paper, scissors. Did, 
Did they do one, two, three, shoot? Mm -hmm. They did? Oh, no, they did one, two, shoot. Yeah, they did. All right, he can at least... He's doing a little shove it on flat. This is BS, though. It's not like a serious one. There's, like, very little room. I want to see him... Oh, there we go. Yo, he's in the lead. I'm skipping. I want to see a flat ground, like a good flat ground trick. We're still just doing shove it, dude. That does not count. That does not count, motherfucker. Make him go again. Two tries. Dude. Like the American flag in the backdrop. Oh! Switch kick flip. I've never seen Jaws switch flip on flat. It's real. Didn't get a letter, though. Didn't get him a letter. Oh, the worst switch heel attempt ever, Sean. <laughs> Jaws is not even close on that. Ah, oh, these guys are way nice. This toe dragged on that motherfucker, didn't it? Just give it to them. They're drinking beers. Yeah, no, they've got to be drunk, dude. They're literally playing against <laughs> in like a garage. Everyone's got some beers hanging out. Oh, he's trying to barrel flip. I'm skipping to the end because I want to see the ender. They're both chugging a beer. Things worked out. Did he quit? You better not quit just right there. All right, internet froze. That means, oh, there it is. Was it a double flip? That's what they were doing for the ender? I love that they picked like super intense music for the ender. It's like techno, like do 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 do. Oh, he's trying tray flip. Was it just a tray flip? Yeah, let's see the other attempt because that was the second one. Oh, they get two tries. Yeah. So keep let it keep playing. No, no, that was the last try. Oh. Uh, that was a body barrel shove, dude. They did, he did it though. All right, links going in the description if you want to watch this. Oh, that was pretty sick. Not really though. That wasn't that sick. <laughs> the only time I've done a varial flip, body varial, was in a game of skate against Seagull. Really? Was that that game of skate that you threw at the edge? Oh yes, mm -hmm. dude! I cannot wait for edge to open because once it's like comfortable there again, I'm doing events. We're mm -hmm. doing the New England Am oh, again. Yeah. We'll definitely do a game of skate. We gotta do a bunch. Because we fucking, now it's been so long yeah, since missed we've been out. Here. Yeah, missed mm out. -hmm. Yeah, it's like so much we can do. I want to do more doer pies, but I want to switch it up a little bit. For anyone out there that wants to see the doer pies, it's on the YouTube channel. Just type in all I need doer pie. And obviously I'll put it in the description, because why not? But there's a bunch out there, but it's basically you get three tries or you get pie in the face. Or you can pie, if you land it, you get a pie whoever whoever in the face. That's how I want to do it this time. I want to go up to someone with another person next to me so it's not just me getting pied. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to have a bet between some random skater and someone skating and go, look, you get three tries to land that trick, and if you land it, you get to pie him in the face. Mm -hmm. And he challenged you. If you don't land it, he gets to pie the shit out of you. <laughs> so you just pick two random, two people, make one have to pie the other. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good idea. <laughs> Because before I was like, I'll do it. And I was getting pied way too many times. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good, but 
getting pie in the face isn't that fun. It's yeah. not that fun. <laughs> it's like fun in the moment, but then after you have to deal with it, you're like, yeah. oh, there's like some. There's pie in my hair. It's a legit pie. Like, you should see Jacob Jensen getting pied. I'll put that one in there. Because I pied the shit out of that kid. He was juiced. He landed the trick, though. It was way sick. He went, he didn't land it in the three tries, but I just let him keep going because we were filming it, and uh, he roasted the the kickflip. It was like in the small room, the bump to force there. Mm-hmm. That's what his doer pie was on. We gotta do more of those for sure because those are always so fun. What I did is I just bought whipped cream and the tins for the pie with the crust already in it. And I just put it in the fridge at the edge. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would show up to the edge and, like, I would forget that it's in there because I just leave it in there. And then I'd just go and I'd find someone who's, like, ripping and I would re- happen to remember. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to get the fucking pie, dude. <laughs> going to get the pie. And the lock-ins, too, I pie all, all – I we break out the whipped cream and, like, people are passing out because you're up from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. Uh-huh. These kids are dropping, like, flies, dude, because they're all bragging so much. I'm going to stay up. I'm going to do this. Well, do, do, do. I'm like, dude, I've done these. You're going to pass out for sure. <laughs> like, you're the first one out. You're talking too much shit. Sure enough, dude, every time we just like – I get a group of kids and we just lurk around at like 5 in the morning. <laughs> and we're like, what's that one that was like talking shit about? Like saying he's going to be up. And we, the kids, they'll even just come find me sometimes. I'll be like hanging out with someone, talking about skateboarding. Like maybe they're like, help me learn the front show. I'm like, I'll try. I'm like so tired. I'm taking lint. And then a kid will come up and be like, yo, yo, he's sleeping, he's sleeping. I'm like, uh, excuse me, I'll be right back. <laughs> Hold on, fr- let me get the whipped cream. <laughs> I head to the fridge and grab the pie, the whipped cream, and then usually entourage, and we run and get there, and I'm like, or not the pie, I don't grab the pie, I just grab the whipped cream. And then when we get there, the kids pass out, and I'm like, usually I'm like, if I can find someone who's juice that's like, I know won't just run off with the can, because mm-hmm. that's what they'll do. If you get the one kid, they'll take off. And I'll just be like, here, you do it. I gotta film. The kids passed out, just like, he gets in there, like, smacking in his face. <laughs> Fucking so fun. Every time. There's tons of them. I filmed the full lock-in videos, too. They're on the YouTube channel. There's, like, tons of stuff. That's the first so year, funny. the kids used permanent marker, and then I got yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> Parents were, like, permanent marker dicks on their head and shit. I didn't do it, but, like, they got the marker and took off, and it's, like, there's 50 kids, 50 to 100 kids at these lock-ins. <laughs> oh, my God, And, like, dude. I'm just trying to hang out with them and, like, make sure shit's civil. There's yeah. been, like fights like scooter kids fighting each other like like yo cut it out i gotta like break them up but it's just like sometimes a lot of people you know i went to one lock in it wasn't an edge it was at um greenside and it was it was an experience it it wasn't like nothing special happened but i was definitely like at the end of the night i was like fuck i just want to go home you just survive it then yeah i survived it definitely definitely skated a lot but like it's the I, rem- I remember it was like 4 a.m. I was like, I'm fucking, <laughs> went like laid down and like the fucking, found some like carpet or something to lay down on and just passed out. I'm always like, when they, she asked me to do the lock-ins, I'm always like, I want to do them, but I'm also always like, dude, I feel like I'm going to lose like a week of my life. Because <laughs> like staying up from Yeah, I know, that time, yeah, you got to recoup. Yeah, it takes me like two, three days to like feel normal again. Mm-hmm. And I like <laughs> hang out with a bunch of kids and I'm trying to like regulate and it's like a lot, you know, yeah, like yeah. all night with no sleep mm-hmm. is intense. Yeah, it's not like you're ju- you're just staying up all night. You're like doing shit the whole time. It's the funnest shit though. Yeah, like, for sure. But it's super hard sometimes. I'm like, I can't do these a lot. I told her I was like, I do like one or two, you know, like a year maybe. <laughs> 
space them out because it's too heavy, man. Yeah. It's so fun, but I meet a lot of sick-ass uh, kids. Yeah. Not just skateboarders, like scooter kids, bike kids, like the lock-ins, like bunch of people, like yeah. whoever goes, you know? So it's just like you meet a lot of cool people just hanging out at the skate park. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to survive those motherfuckers because, like, <laughs> dude, 7 o'clock, dudes are dropping. Before that, too. A lot of dodgeball. Uh, they always want to play hide-and-seek, but that gets boring to me. I just kind of sit and, like... Yeah, no, there's only so many places you can hide in that park. I know, but they love hide-and-seek yeah, for some it, reason. Yeah. I'm like... I feel like... like I love uh, hide-and-seek, too, but, like... Do you know what I feel like would be cool? Capture the flag. Yeah, how's like that? It, like in just like in like the you know the main. We do that. We in do like, like the a main tag. room. Just like just like cut it in half. Yeah. And just you just put like two take two helmets or something, stick them on the opposite sides, and then you cross the line, you get tagged. But if you grab the helmet and bring it to the other side, you win. Catch oh, the flag. okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't really think about that because we do like um, you have to. It's like hide and seek plus tag. Oh so you yeah. Hide and then you have to get tagged as well or something. Mm-hmm. That one goes on. For hours and then we do dodgeball which is fucking sick every time because we're in the pill bowl oh yeah and like dudes are so people are just juiced on dodgeball you know uh-huh. and we have like eight and eight eight verse eight or like 12 verse 12 and mm-hmm. it's just like guns are blazing i sit down <laughs> in the middle of the pill bowl and i i form the line and i put the <laughs> balls there and they have to run in and grab them pull back and then it's just like shooting guns at each other it's so sick that's so nice There's i want to go to one of these yeah definitely definitely yeah, have to fun. come hang out and make it happen people told me before we should do adult ones but i was like it's just like me i thought a good idea would be a late night session do like um pick a day and be like call it the late night session mm-hmm. like noon to i mean midnight to three yeah yeah, yeah that would because be, then only be adults fun. will show up people will go show up and just People that have work that uh, that get free and that's a good time for them and they don't have work or something like it works with their schedule. Yeah, be fun to try that one. Yeah, for but sure. like nine to nine is too heavy. It only works mm-hmm. with kids because they entertain themselves and like I guess it would work with adults too. But midnight session would be sick though. Yeah, for sure. I like light, lighting up the edge. That's like one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. I've never gotten to do after that hours. Either. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Um. Okay, that's in there. Let's see what we got for questions. Yeah, it's important definitely to protect your to just to go back to the over thirty and still skating uh question, Amar. How about skateboarding longevity? What uh about the importance to protect your feet? Um yeah, it's definitely important. Like definitely skateboarding's about risk and like you can hurt yourself, like that's part of the game. You're gonna get hurt whenever you're doing something that's like slightly dangerous, you know, like there's always risk involved. But it's definitely important to like have good comfortable feet that protect your feet think long term so you can you want to do gnarly stuff but you don't want to like do so much damage that you can't recover yeah so you got to find your line you know mm-hmm. and at certain ages there's you're not you can handle certain stuff you know and recover like that's just facts yeah and when you're 25 it's like you can take a beating and still be all right mm-hmm. you know but definitely smart to think of like maybe not the thinnest shoes because like you are having damage you know you're taking some damage but yeah. like you gotta gauge it for yourself for sure. Mm-hmm. But like, use your brain, you know, to the best you can. It's hard. It's hard because getting gnarly is addicting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know the feeling. It's like you just get gnarly and do shit, and then you're like fucking. You got your adrenaline spiked, and you're like, people love that shit. Like the thrill of it, thrill of it all, right? Jamie, the zero. But yeah, it's a good idea. Fucking protect yourself. 
talking to little kids for sure. Like you got a whole ride ahead of you. You got a long time to skateboard if you mm-hmm. like take your time and like go go at a pace that you can manage for sure. And don't fight your style. I said I did that. Remember earlier? I fought my style. Just go with what you have and just like see where you can take that mm-hmm. and then add to it, you know? Yeah. But I've fought my <clears throat> style at times, just like stubbornness. Mm-hmm. I guess whatever. It is what it is. Thanks for the question, my friends. Sorry about your friends with the trash knees. I'm one of them. <laughs> I had a trash knee for sure, dude. But at the same time, I also got to skate some gnarly shit. Did some shit I didn't think I could do, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely blew my own mind that time on things that I... Like, I was like, there's no way I could ever do that. And then you do something, you're like, how the fuck, you know? Yeah. You see a homie do that, it's amazing. But even just, like, your own experience. Yeah, blow your that, own mind. Yeah, you're like, I never thought I could do that, and you do that. Sometimes that's in the form of gnarliness or the, the techness of the storm, you know? You're like, damn, I blacked out on that nolly flip, nolly tray, nolly flipping, nolly manny, mm-hmm. flip out. You're like, what did you just say? <laughs> All right, man. I still got more, but I think we're almost there. So, yeah, we're there, man. I'll leave the rest for another podcast because we still have a bunch, too. Oh, wait. Hold on. Yeah, that one's a heavy one, so I'm going to wait for that one. Yeah, we'll get one more. One more. Because we haven't... The th- I try to gauge the three-hour mark if we go in this long. Kind of use that as a parameter, you know? Uh-huh. Because then it's like, that's a good chunk for sure. Definitely. I love these podcasts, though, just to reiterate. Because, like, my homie actually, Luke, today was like, yo, I've been listening to the podcast a bunch while I'm working. It helps. Like, sick. I'm like, mm-hmm. hell yeah. Like, that Past feedback time. stoked me out. And I listen to podcasts all day because I'll drive a truck a bunch. And, like, it's just, like, I need something to do besides just, like, be driving, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you can put on all different types of podcasts and listen to all t- sometimes it's too much though there's days um to go off on the tangent right now i've been meditating you ever meditate yeah a couple times yeah i've been doing it like daily is mm-hmm. that weird it's kind of weird no right? no definitely not. people are into it it's yeah. a normal thing yeah i think it's a little weird though it, just the concept of meditation mm-hmm. seems weird to me yeah no the con bit. the concept of when i especially when i first started the concept seems seemed a little i don't know odd so to speak but yeah. definitely helps i've been doing that a little bit every mm-hmm. day for like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Yeah. Which is just like sitting there and like not just like being present. Mm-hmm. Just literally get somewhere comfortable. I do it in my car in the morning and just sit there. And I was listening to someone like uh, Sam Harris. He's like a, a neuroscientist, I believe, like a famous one. And he has like um, guided meditations. I started doing that because his voice is just soothing. And he's like just reminding you to like be present and like listen to the sounds and just try not to hang on to anything and let everything pass through and like you know pay mm-hmm. attention to your like um consciousness kind of like be in the moment you know you can let your thoughts drift off but then like realize they're drifting off and just be like oh yeah like don't be your thoughts let them pass around and everything so i've been doing that every day which is like kind of nice mm-hmm. that's why i like the float tank you ever do the float tank no i haven't i remember you telling me about that yeah though. Float tank forces you into, like, a meditation because, like, you're floating and all your senses are cut off. Mm-hmm. So your brain just kind of has to, like, it just has time to, like, unwind kind of. Yeah. Like, you have empty space and you can kind of let your – we're so inundated nowadays with, like, 
crazy news and yeah just bombarded shit. yeah yeah that your senses are just so overworked. overwhelmed yeah. yeah that you're like can't turn it off and your phones we have our phones you know oh yeah which is like a lot it's like um can be dangerous you know you watch the social dilemma on netflix no i haven't it's kind of talking about social media companies and how they're like lottery machines basically just they're taking your attention and advertising monetizing it with ads and stuff and mm-hmm. the attention economy type shit um but yeah but these i've been hyped i've been podcasting again like oh, there's yeah. you can it's like they can be too much sometimes you just turn it off you know and then there's other times where it can help i like podcasting a lot because lately just because like i this whole pandemic and like you know like everyone's kind of isolated on some level so yeah. it's nice to just like sit down for two hours or three hours and just talk about anything mm-hmm. you know just like whatever it's kind of like a form of meditation i guess but like dude a lot of people are isolated so it's kind of cool that we have the technology too yeah. as much as it can hurt us it could help us you know mm-hmm. it's just like a moderation trying to figure it out it's like a drug speaking of what is that nick stick what's that nicotine yeah yeah just short for it mm-hmm. nice stick a nick i feel like i would like that but it would just like i would it'd become a thing i do mm-hmm. you know yep no yeah. it gets attached it's just like pure it's, nicotine gets, though, gets right? glued to your hand yeah like instead of a cigarette mm-hmm. yeah i get that writers writers like nicotine who writers people like i thought like me i might be wrong but i thought there was a thing with oh people writers that do, yeah, that yeah yeah write books or write mm-hmm. like nic- a lot sometimes Probably, people use yeah. nicotine as a stimulant to like write might be wrong but I don't know. That was a that was a strange tangent on the map there. <laughs> um, should we do one more? Yeah. Old contest setups compared to new contest setups. Everything was so wild back in the day. Parks are so pristine and almost cookie cutter these days. The tiny cram everything the tiny cram everything in poor parks are not my favorite. Maybe do DIY versus city skate parks discussion like Plymside DIY versus the new Plymouth skate park. Um, if we're doing those two specifically, I just say like Plymside, they're both super fun, but like if I was going to go to one, I don't know. They're both super fun, but I lean towards Plymside. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why. Maybe because it's a little rougher. I haven't skated so the new Plymouth park actually. It's pretty fun. It's yeah. just like, um, it's just so smooth, you know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there's always like a lot of mix of people there, not Kinda just like skaters. Hide. No, like, <laughs> oh yeah, but smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like there's always a mix of people. Yeah. But it's like a different thing. I feel mm-hmm. like if you go to Plimside, you're just gonna run into skateboarders. Yeah, exactly. So it's like a skateboard park. Yeah. Whereas like Plymouth is like you're gonna run into biking, scootering, like mm-hmm. who knows? Like, yeah. There could be fucking whole families out there you know yeah it's a skate park it's yeah. not a skateboard park like yeah. plimside is yeah exactly mm-hmm. that's like the yeah. difference you know skateboarders at plimside but i'm gonna lean towards plimside because we could probably film some shit and it's gonna yeah. look kind of sick definitely yeah like... i fucking love plimside and they've been dude they're gonna like double the ramps in there this year they put really? a they put a bunch of shit in there and they're trying to put in more stuff nice that's awesome that's way sick i'm actually going uh to plymouth park soon Cause I'll do skate lessons there once in a while. Hell yeah! Yeah, I'm not sure which day, but 
coming up. I know that I'm going back there. I was teaching my niece to skate in the basketball court next to Plymouth. Mm-hmm. We went to Plymouth Skate Park to s- start the lesson, and I was like, let's just start in the flat ground. This is a basketball court. We're just doing laps in that. <laughs> and then we like ca- caught the vibes of the park, and then we like went in. Yeah, there's spots over there, too. There's a lot of spots Dude, in Plymouth. Just like near the skate park. Yeah. Plymouth Skate Park, there's those ledge gaps and everything right there. Right? That's right near the... Do you know there's like spots at the skate park? No. Yeah. Oh, you should go just. Oh, to yeah. Look at I need. The I need. Spots. Yeah. I need to go there. I need to go check that place there's out. There's a sick gap, dude. I bet you could probably kickflip up it. I'll have to show you it. Definitely go check that out. Yo, that's from the homie Prescott. Shout out. The good homie out there, always fishing too, catching some sick ass fish. You rip my G. All right, I think that's it. I think there's another one, but it's a lot, and I'm. It's, we're deep in this. So A lot to unpack. We'll save it for the next ones. Maji. Hell yeah. Oh. Oh. Fun time as usual. Skate this weekend? Definitely. Right. Always. Every weekend. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh. My favorite part of that podcast might have been the music with the Lizard King. <laughs> Goodbye, Lizard King. Lizard Love you. Oh my.